0: Oh, you startled me i nearly knocked over my inkwell and that would have been a disaster oh what's this well it's a work in progress do you mind if i read some of it to you i, I promise i'm not making it up
1: hello and welcome to d4 where i dustin
2: and i Devin, codium, a fifth edition game of dungeons and dragons halloween edition <laughs> happy halloween <laughs> saw one And Dia de los Muertos, a time where the veil between the living and the departed is thin, the prime material and the ethereal plane, so that we may give thanks and honor to our ancestors and those who were influential to our lives, a time of transitioning into the next year with the thanks and lessons we have learned in the previous to celebrate the fruits of our labor and harvest what we have worked for, we want to thank you all for joining us as you enjoy the candies of your trick-or-treating.
1: And if you want more spooky entertainment, then go to our YouTube channel to watch our horror series we released in the summer, The Velvet Lodge. Come watch as Lucilla, Lucia Versprilli uses the IndtT RPG system The Midnight World to lead a group of women through a horrifying story set in a haunt hunting lodge. As the madness sets in, you'll be asking yourself what will be the end of these ladies, the hunting lodge, or their secrets.
2: And it wouldn't be Halloween without something scary. And what is more scary than realizing you're running out of time to save 10% off on the Curse of Strahd Legendary Edition box or 20% off all apparel and jewelry from Beetle and Grimm's during the Grimtober sale. That's hats, hoodies, t-shirts, badges, pins, and more. Oh, is that not enough for you? while the haunting Lady of Pain commands you to pre-order your DM's vault for Planescape, Adventures in the Multiverse. Get everything spooky for Grimtober over at BeetleandGrims.com. Somebody
3: else go, because I forgot to look something up.
1: <laughs> uh, Ellie, go! We'll go to Ellie with... Oh,
4: my God. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Ah! Okay, so... D is for D&D Beyond, and right now, if you go to dndbeyond.com, you can get four Curse of Stride chapters that you can turn into a Halloween one-shot. Uh, it is The Adventure Introduction, Werewolves in the Mist, Van in Tower, and Werewolf Inn. So head on over to dndbeyond.com and make sure to check it out.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, back to Goblin. You ready? Yes. Okay.
3: Welcome to Die Hard Dice, where we are celebrating Halloween too. We, in fact, have the perfect line of dice for this month, the Diaglyph Dice. You have Batitude, Draculicious, Frostbite, and Notforawesome. Now, the reason I'm bringing these up tonight is because each of them looks just like a metal die. They're beautiful. They look like they would weigh quite a bit, but because they're resin, You don't have to worry about getting any sort of rolling surface for them. You can roll them right on your table without having to worry about the table getting dented. So you should head on over to DieHardDice.com. Get yourself one of these spectacular sets. And while you're at it, maybe pick up the Bloodbane Hexer, a gorgeous pewter-looking metal set that has splatters of blood all over it. DieHardDice.com and use code D4BFGs to get 10% off your entire order. (laughs)
5: <laughs> How does this thing work? Give it to me. I almost got it. it. Oh, God. <laughs> it. 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 Hello. I know you were thinking Eldridge, Kevin, was going to be showing up, but instead you have us, the Harlequins. I know you've been waiting for a long time. My name is Alfred K. Ursa. It's a pleasure to And this, of course, is my partner. Uh, uh, Pixie. Pixie, yes, yes. What is your uh, study?
6: Ketology. Ketology,
5: yes. And if you want to learn more about cutology, perhaps you should go to Eldritch Foundry where you can make the cutest little miniatures of your characters. So cute. <gasps> or make a fantastic scientist like me. <laughs> yes. Not as cute. And be, yes, not as cute, but, but certainly very intelligent and, and certainly not a clown. And as long as you're going there, why not put in D4D&DN to get your chance to get 15% off your entire purchase? you <laughs> not like a good balance of, uh, of, of having something cool? And another Harlequin. And something scientific. Give me that Harlequin. There he goes. He and, and, and you can also get a little bit of a discount because all signs scientists like saving a little bit of money. So make sure you check out Eldritch Funny for your chance to get some fantastic miniatures. They have the best way to make them and you can make one just like me. Or me. And we would be very delighted to see what you come up with. So do that! Do not wait! <laughs> Eldritch
1: foundry! I better be cute. Behold! You say Elden Kevin is not here, but he is here right here. I am Elden ah. Kevin. For that, do you have Eldritch injury coming out of your eyes? No you don't, because I am Elden Kevin and I'm here to tell you that Eldritch foundry. Do you have mac and cheese? No, I do. My mom made it for me. Ha!
5: I win. You, you in this time, Kevin.
7: <laughs> I don't know what I summoned here by accident, but I was just looking to cast a little bit of a spell. You know, cleric cold guard, you know, because not everybody, every day can you be a dragonborn cleric. Sometimes you just want to dress up a little bit and sometimes you want a little loot when you dress up and that's why I will cast Grog trim hive which is not backwards, but you can go ahead and figure that out because that is a code to get you an Electrum Chest in Idle Champions the Forgotten Realms. I have I have summoned you some actual actual loot that you can have, that you can have fun with. And then make sure you come by on Monday where some of my fellow magicians and a centaur are going to be continuing their trek through time and space and sigil and potentially other things on Idle Champions Presents Stage Breakers. I've broken fate a couple times. It's fine. Now, so long. Bye.
2: <laughs> Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves. And
7: to the
1: Chronicles of D4 for I'm Elden Cannon! Hello, and we're back.
2: Last time, on a difficult debacle with a damned deity, the party had just made their way through the sunken ship of Zaifu as they entered a room, seeing... The creature known as the Eldest, an abolith, gargantuan in size, larger than anything they had seen before, but not swimming around the room, but more infused with the biomechanical obelisk <laughs> uh, that surrounded them at this time. And then, in the center of a room, a massive incomplete crystal shard that seemed to be glowing and undulating with corrupted power as another power floated into the air serenely, gifting the eldest its final eye, an artifact known as the Dream Heart, uh, as they looked upon Openser, the god of enlightenment, psionics, and monks.
1: And with this, a walking automaton... With whose body is literally a tank filled with the skeletal remains of one ride on Cain. As the party engages in an intense battle with Openser and the Eldest trying to figure out how to stop l- the ship itself as the Eldest had become one with Zaifu, and thus harming just it was nigh impossible as no matter what the party did seemed to just counteract it but there was these pylons that pulsed and glowed with a purplish energy and as the BFG's worked to disassemble destroy little column A little column B they learned they found the a little bit of cerulean blue energy coursing back in through that energy once again
2: the construct
1: yes the con- through the construct and the pulsing uh, pylons and as the pylons flared a massive energy beam came out of uh the construct that was right on Kane.
2: also in the room uh brunschlager was met face to face once again with his nephew who had dark dealings in their past But his nephew was in pain, wrapped up in the tendrils of Xifu itself as his soul and essence was being siphoned into the broken Mithalar being used as a battery while also being changed into an abolith spawn slowly and painfully. And throughout this battle, it was hard as many of the BFGs had to... (laughs) um, Overcome many hardships as some of them seemed to be obliterated as they were thrown into the Mythalar itself. As <laughs> Harold and Brun- Brunschlager found themselves amongst the souls that inhabit the Mythalar, while also watching Brunschlager's nephew uh, die and be consumed by the the hobgoblin. Uh, Lord of Peace? No. Uh, peace duty. Lands. Duty.
1: Du- yep. Duty and uh, justice. But... From the
2: Peace Lands of Aver- uh, Avernus. Avernus. Yep.
1: Peace Lands of Avernus, as where the soul was pulled, uh, but <clears throat> through duty. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. It's on me.
7: You're not
2: sorry. A little. Uh, in the end of figuring out that disabling the pylons. Um, weakened the power but also gave power back to the body of Rhydon Cain. Uh Petunia used her magic of uh, telekinesis in the last moment to just barely with a stroke of luck and many other oh, things my goodness. <clears throat> control it in the last second as the beam missed Harold just barely after he antagonized the eldest Learning its plan, then through the beam of cerulean magic coursing out of Rhydon Cain's chest, cured the corruption that lied within the Mithlar and cured the corruption that lied within Openser and took out Mm -hmm. the Eldest and therefore Zyfu itself. In the final throws, as Zyfu became or was destroyed and started falling apart around them, Orkira gathered everyone around to plane shift and in the final moments trying to reach out to Brunschlager, Brunschlager picked up his nephew as Openser looked to them all and said all will be well and made his way over to Brunschlager letting Orkira know that it was fine to let him go.
1: And that's where we pick up tonight's episode with a flash of almost fiery ashes washing over you all. You find yourselves inside a volcano.
2: You go from the deep, cool, almost suffocating pressure of... The calm, thick waters that were the bottom of the inner sea to the extreme heat as all of that wetness just instantly turns to steam as you all feel this extreme heat change. And although you could breathe water, you nearly choke on the heat that surrounds you. It is not damaging in any way, but it is alarming at how fast the temperatures have
5: changed.
6: And... Oh, it's hot.
7: <laughs> oh, that's so much better. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. I probably yeah. should have warned you all about that. Okay. All right. Um, stay still for a second. And Orkira is clutching her book in one arm and the whatever leftover body of Righton Kane she has in the other, and she just kind of hugs the book a little bit and uh, says "Ganuka <sighs> and she's going to, for some reason, Primordial sounds like it's. Speaking backwards now, for reasons. Um, <laughs> she's going to do three things kind of in succession. Uh, she's going to cast Mass Cure Wounds from the book twice. And so every, everybody's, Whoa. yeah, because we, we're all super hurt. Uh, you we know, are so, so fucked up. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know what, though? I'm going to fix at least a little bit of that right away, just in case, just in case. Uh, so the first casting, you all get 24 health back. Okay. <laughs> And the second casting, you all get 25, because apparently oh, yeah. I wrote real, real well. Nice. Isn't bringing back memories. Yeah. And then the third thing that she does is she's going to um, channel divinity, and she's going to use her um, explosion of life. And so that explosion that comes off of the book and her that surrounds all of you, and as it washes over, you feel the fire kind of almost burning away your wounds, stays. And at least for the next minute, y'all have resistance to fire damage. And uh, that was the main reason she did it. But you also get one temporary hit point. Because sometimes uh, I don't roll roll real well.
5: I feel stronger already. There's no question.
7: Okay. All right. Is that a little better? It's only going to last for a little bit, but I figured this is the safest place i could think of it's hot yeah it's hot uh, are yeah. so you experiencing
5: the same back of throat hotness as me i
7: am Him. oh my gosh harold
5: yeah we did it oh my gosh we did it we did it we weren't thinking the same thing
7: we were
0: thinking the same thing. yes yes
7: oh my gosh oh that was so cool it was yeah the, 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 you are all very, very, very cool. And Orkira's like gently laying down the body and she's going to walk over to, to sasha sasha are you okay? Um, uh, I'm just going to need a moment. Okay. I mean, I need a lot of moments after yeah. what just happened. Uh, Karina, how are you doing? I haven't been able to talk to you because you've been an octopus.
4: Yeah, also been kind of cursed. So.
7: Oh, are, are, are you still cursed?
4: No, because I can talk now. Um, ah. I couldn't talk or do any magic, so that's why I stayed <clears throat> an octopus. Uh,
7: but I'm fine. Okay. All right. Um, for, for those of you who have never been here before, hi. Well, Welcome to my home. It's not really mine. It's the Phoenix's home, but they're dead right now. So I thought we could stay and they wouldn't mind. It's also the only place I could plane shift us to that I thought was super safe because you know what? If any of the, um, any of the stuff follows us here, then at least we've got a, a fighting chance.
2: And then about that time, you hear a voice speak up, and he goes, "Dead, not dead, just having an existential crisis."
6: <laughs>
7: Wait, who, who was that?
1: Uh, and <clears throat> kind of coming. Uh, around a a bend, if you so will, kind of where this, you kind of see the glow coming up from this pool of lava. Um, There is this about, I don't know, four and a half foot tall, muscular humanoid who is wearing this battle kilt, and nothing much else. And from the, the waist up, it is just this almost molten lava torso that moves into a literally on fire hair and beard.
7: Who are you and what are you doing in this home that I'm uh, calling mine for the moment?
2: I know.
5: Yes, Harold's going to point towards Karina and say, yeah, that, that's what I want to know. Th- that, more or less. I know who you are cura um,
7: Okay, yeah. I don't know who you are, and this is my god's home, so who are you? And yeah, and are you wearing me. anything under that? Because that's important. <laughs> but less important than the name. Yeah, one thing at a time, I guess.
2: Yeah. Would you like my name or what I'm doing here first?
7: Uh, name, then doing.
2: <laughs> um, in a common tongue, I guess. You could... Call me Emberbrand.
7: Do and I recognize this name at all? You don't. But okay.
2: In your or here's apps. having
7: one of those, like, did, did the Phoenix, like, know someone? Like, is this a neighbor that I just and didn't then, know about? Um, divine Sense?
2: Uh, divine Sense. No, nothing.
7: Does nothing. he have a house
3: sitter?
0: Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no.
2: These, these are the questions <laughs> I'm so wondering. Okay, things. got it. Um, uh, he goes, Oh, uh, Hrothgar Imberbrand. Uh, in your absence, Orkira, I am making sure that everything is protected. And looks down towards, like, the pool of lava, and you all see this massive egg. And you all think back to a time where you were in the black network and some of you came across like an oddities market for weird, strange creatures. And you remember seeing a sign that said a Phoenix egg. And although its color looks very similar, um, there's distinct things that look off. One, the size. The one that was in the black network was extremely small in comparison. And then this one, it's hard to say exactly why, but the iridescence of the flame looks like it's dancing with the fire around it itself. It does not look scaled like a dragon, but almost like layers of fire-made feathers. And it looks majestic in its form.
7: And this bothers Orkira more than she wants it to and you can very clearly see like she doesn't know who this person is and now they've like literally pointed out the one thing she's trying to protect and you see that she's very slowly moving in that direction and her wings are kind of puffing out and it's this is this is she's getting ready to fight someone oh she's got
5: a wing that's not good
7: all right um, uh-huh. you might want to explain a little bit more about how you know about here and all this, because I'm trying to do many things at once. I am
5: inciting this dude.
1: OK, go ahead and roll me an insight check. And,
5: and she typically does things one at a time, so trying to do a lot at once might make her a little jumpy, and that's not something you want. Insight. I reach for my baseball bat! I don't have one of those. I, I take my knife. I hold onto it. Uh,
7: uh, you can turn it into a baseball bat. I mean,
5: it's... I wish. Oh, you're so right.
7: It How big it is this sure. guy? That sounded like he was a like a half dwarf. Feet. Yeah. Wow, no dwarf, dwarf size ish.
2: Uh, definitely looks like, um, <laughs> a dwarf size can easily be uh, noted as an Azer.
7: <laughs> uh, what's your deal? Certain- I am a servant
2: of the Phoenix, much like you.
7: And uh, Orkira gets very nervous. You you don't have the other book, do you? Because I thought those were destroyed. What book? Thirty-one on Insight.
2: This person is speaking. True and plain, maybe keeping some things a little bit quiet, uh, for company around, um, because picking up on Orkira's, like, hesitation, he's like, oh, okay, okay, now we're, now we're, like, not saying as much anymore, okay, cool, 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 understood, um,
7: and it's less Orkira's hesitation about saying anything because she trusts the people she brought. Oh,
1: we yeah. don't. He guy. doesn't. So he's reading you completely different from you reading him. Yeah.
7: That's fair. That's, that's the, totally um,
1: fair. And Over the, the
3: telepathic bond? I think maybe the rest of us should step away and let Orkira speak to him privately for a moment. He's not telling the whole truth because I don't think he likes... Us?
4: us i mean that's probably the most reasonable reaction to us that yeah yeah so let's let's just jump over here for a minute
5: i want to jump over there and then i jump over there as hard as i can can i jump am i allowed to jump i jump
7: yeah you can do all the jumping you want just don't jump into the lava um uh yeah just don't go don't don't, don't go no far. far just yeah, out also, your shot um 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 uh, petunia yeah um you have that book Yes, I do. Would you like me to start reading it? Yeah, because I've got more questions than I've got answers, and I think they might be in the book. And now I'm going to be distracted from bringing him, from doing the thing I was going to do until yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm trying to do a lot of things at once. Or Kira. Yeah. One problem at a time. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. You know how you said you needed a moment because you know we just went through a lot? Yeah.
3: Oh no, it was we came in here and I started having visions of the nine hells it's fine i'm, I'm better now i just had to oh. collect my thoughts um okay. but yeah we'll be we'll be right over here and i'm going to go
7: position myself so i can still read his lips
2: <laughs> okay easy enough
7: uh, uh, since i enough. i noticed that i will make sure that however i stand to talk to this person she can easily read his lips
5: got it, it make it clear that hell's not as bad as people think that's just me saying that continue
7: oh i'll tell you some stories
2: Um, and as soon as everyone leaves, he goes, I'm sorry, I, uh, you seemed perplexed. I thought they were friends. Uh,
7: They, they are very, very, very good friends, uh, like I I said.
2: I'm just, I'm so excited to finally meet you. I, I spoke incorrectly before in their presence. I know of the book and no, I do not have it. It should be Destroyed.
7: Uh, Yeah, um, it was, it was. That's not a problem anymore. Okay, good. Okay, um, well, if you're not, okay, so who who are you? I mean, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I thought I was the only one.
2: I um, am from a different world, a different time. You told me to be here.
7: I mean that that sounds like something I would tell someone if it was a different okay did, did I tell you why
2: you have many things to do across many worlds and you can't be here always and the it must be protected
7: yeah but I mean and we're here is going to like motion to the fact that it is a giant egg inside a pool of lava inside a giant volcano in the elemental plane of fire <laughs> and, and say, I mean, even if, even if you could, and then she'll literally reach into the lava and grab it and pull it out because it's it's big, but it's not like, mm-hmm. nah. and she'll tap on it with her claw and go like, it, you can't, nothing's going to happen to it until they're ready to come back. Right. And she'll put it back and say, but what like was, Was I worried about something else happening here?
2: Uh, I think you are worried about your absence, and you are correct, but like you and like me, we can withstand this fire. There are those that can also withstand the fire and be used to retrieve such things.
3: Yeah. Um... I am feeding everything that's being said over the bond. Uh,
2: I hear um, you told me you like these. And he'll like pull a sack from around the uh, a bag, just from around the side, uh, hidden behind him, and then he'll pull it out, and it already starts to catch fire as he holds out a, uh, a marshmallow.
7: She'll take it and examine it as it burns. Okay, like I said, don't take this the wrong way.
1: You recognize that bag, by the way.
7: As the same bag that I have? Uh-huh. Uh, before it burns to a crisp, is the marshmallow slightly stale? It is. Yeah, she she's calmed down a little bit, but there's still a lot of hesitation. Um... He's okay. been telling the truth, as far as I can
3: tell, Akira. <laughs>
7: That's... Okay. All right. So, like I said, forgive me for being really nervous, but so far you haven't told me anything that, like, anyone who knows me would know. And then also I don't know you. And then also there's been a lot of people recently that I have encountered that I don't know, that I thought I knew, and then ended up not being good people. So there's all of that.
2: What would you wish me to do?
7: I don't know. That's that's a good question. Um, and
6: let's try this again. Let's try this
7: again. Hi, I'm mm-hmm. this world's Arcara Ildrex. And she'll hold out a hand to try to shake shake his hand.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and he'll hold out his hand, looking up very tall towards you. Um, mm-hmm. And then he'll go, I'm Horthgrar Emberbrand. Um, I was sent here by you, a different you, same you, different worlds are strange. You tried to explain this to me at one time, and it, it, I still don't understand. I am just carrying out something you said, uh, possibly a worry from a different world, a different time.
7: Well, if it makes it feel any better, I barely understand it myself, and I have to deal with it every day. Okay. Um, how, how do I from another place know you?
2: You were with your friend, Alindra. Okay,
7: that explains a couple things, I think. Okay, so that's... So you're just here hanging out, protecting the egg.
2: Yes, you both, um... I am the caretaker, and... It has been some time now, but you both helped me and uh, I wanted to help you. Over time, you trusted me and as much as you don't like to speak of the Phoenix and I guess religion, you knew that the phoenix needed to be protected. You brought me uh, back when I thought my flame was out. Oh.
7: Uh, or Carol will step up a little closer. Um, and she's going to talk softer, but still not get in Seisha's way. Um. Do you have any idea how long it's going to be before they come back? I just know it's going to be a very long time.
2: You know more than I.
7: Uh, okay. I thought maybe me some from somewhere else knew more than me from here, but I guess, eh, I guess not. Okay. So, you know you might be here for a very long time, right?
2: It's the least I can do for what you did for me.
7: Well, one day you'll have to tell me what you did, what I did for you, but it wasn't me. And then I'll have to thank myself.
2: Maybe it will be you.
7: Maybe. Okay. Let me introduce you to everybody else since, um, we're, I don't know how long we're going to be here. We're either going to be here for a few minutes or overnight. Um, either way. Come oh. here, come here, come here. And I'll, I will
2: I'll put on some tea.
7: That would be great. Tea would be nice. And yeah. I'll look back at everybody. Emily got a tea preference. Ah,
5: girl. I'm a big camera. Chem- I I'm a big uh I, a sweet.
4: Um something with a flavor. I guess I'm I'm a whiskey girl.
3: Aisha? Sure? Um honestly some water would be great.
0: He is water. Just yeah, look- but
3: I just want
5: something. Some Let me bargain with the suit.
4: Will water work in here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Just not like, long. Ah, uh, I attack
3: Harold.
2: Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, sister. Let's go. And after, <laughs> I after, I think after, you're sh- more tapped
3: than I am. Let's do this.
2: After, probably-
3: oh.
2: <laughs> after a short time, you are all brought uh, an assortment of teas, except for you, Satia. You're brought. Um, hot water and let me reiterate (laughs) that everybody has brought boiling tea there's only one temperature and it's it's really really
1: hot yep Yep.
0: press the digitation question
7: mark (laughs) sure
1: yeah you can do that that works you are are all resistant to fire so you won't burn Um, yourself
7: if it's been more than a minute they are no longer because it only lasts a
1: minute yeah I mean you know let's just say it happens every so often
7: okay good
5: that I will down my boiling hot sweet tea and I will say out loud, well, that tastes weird.
1: Yeah, for some reason, it's I'm all, it. it's Am like, I? no matter what tea you're brought, whether it's Earl Grey, chamomile, uh, sweet, water, it just all tastes like like fireball. It's That's all hot. cinnamon. All cinnamon. Very, very yeah. hot.
3: Sasha throws up.
1: For <laughs> for she loves
4: it.
7: I'd uh, Oh press the digitation. Oh go ahead and oh, pat Sasha on the back. No, no. Uh, I had a bad experience at
3: um uh, uh the the wyvern? No, uh, I keep thinking chained mermaid, that's not it. Um the bar in that bar. Yeah, they we were we were drinking and they gave me this Cinnamon whiskey and I had way too much of it and just the smell now. Um yeah, I'm just pardon me and I'm gonna reach into the back of bounty and pull out a beverage.
7: <laughs> I <laughs> was actually also, you'll see the work here is pulling out her alchemy jug and we'll hold it and say, Well, if you've got a preference for something oh, else, let me know. Then I won't pull anything out. <laughs> All right, you want um you probably don't want boiling hot tea. No, something uh, with flavor. Uh, then you probably no, don't I want these okay um i got beer oil vinegar water or wine beer okay. she'll open the alchemy jug and go and hesitate for just a second because every time she does this and it's not mayonnaise she feels bad and doesn't know why and then goes beer and then hands you the alchemy jug and you now have four gallons of beer Ooh. so and i want- Share that eventually. Yeah. Oh, Is oh, right? Yeah. Oh, what are
5: you
0: are you asking the DMs
7: or Yes. Oh okay.
5: I know what I'm doing. I've done this before. Oh I- excuse me. I've never done this before. So, I'm glad somebody uh, knows what we're doing.
0: I wanted to ask: Is
5: Mister Imberbrand is he carrying some sort of weapon on him, or is he just kind of there with like just the kilt, just kiltin' it up?
1: Him with the kilt, just kiltin' it up. Damn, and damn, uh, what a what a
5: bold man!
1: And, um, and, uh, and Harold will walk forward or Bag. A- actually, actually, um, right now he is actually wearing um a an apron, carrying a tray of drinks. Yes!
5: It's, it's wise to protect yourself from something that could be burning and land on you in the middle of a volcano. I will turn to him and I will say, um, okay, Mr. Emberbrand, uh, first of all, really appreciate the hospitality. Uh, and we've been through a lot. Um, how dangerous does it get here that we need a protector here? Or is it more like a ceremonial...
2: Uh, well, the plane of fire for most um, is inherently dangerous.
5: But, yeah, I, I've gathered that.
2: Uh, there are many protections on this place that ward off anyone that should be coming.
5: Uh, Let me make it simpler. Am I cool to sit down?
6: Yes.
7: I mean, you won't be cool, but you can absolutely sit down.
5: You're, you're, I don't, will take one out of two. Uh,
2: don't don't hop into the lava. Anywhere else, you'll you should be fine.
7: I
3: didn't intend to, but now that I see it there... Now, Harold, I pulled you out of lava once.
7: I'm not doing it again. No! Either. I was about to say it's terrifying to imagine being in lava again. That might be one of the few differences between you and me, but, you know, that's that's fine. Uh, yeah. It's, it's no. good life advice for most people. Also, I Harold don't want you to... slowly
5: just... sit down. Just Oh, I'm sorry. Harold will slowly sit down. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't. I don't want you to throw off the pH balance of the lava. It might affect
7: the.
5: Hatchet. Oh, well, I would hate to do that. And um, then you got to get those little
7: packets.
5: That would really put a damper on everyone's mood. I think.
7: Every time you test the lava, it, it burns the strip, and you have to like read it real fast. It's just a. It's just a pain in the ass.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what you're talking I do, about
0: because I grew up at the pool. <laughs>
5: I'm gonna pretend I know what you're talking about here, and I'm gonna sit here. And whenever we're ready to go elsewhere, I'm down. Whenever you, however long we want to stay here, I'm down. I I'm just glad to not be underwater, fighting does, a building, and a god.
3: How does time pass here compared to the prime material?
7: Um, as far as I know, about the same. It, this isn't like the Feywild and where we're going to leave here and it's going to be wonky. It should be pretty close.
3: Alright.
7: At least every time I've done it, but um, you know, since the Phoenix has been dead for a while, you never quite know, so we'll have to see, but as far as I know, it should be fine. Like, if we, if you want to so I, let me back up. We can stay here as long as we Whoa, need. Hold
2: on, hold on. Don't back Wait. up too far. You want to stay away from that wall.
5: That's Our point towards the wall and yep. be like this one.
2: Yeah, that's the fourth wall. If you don't want to break it,
7: you're not supposed to tell them about that. I well, swear I, to God, I, <laughs> I certainly would never. We've we they've the had puppet. to make they've had to make too many sanity saving throws already during this game. You don't want to show them that. I would never even dream of breaking the fourth wall.
5: Isn't that right, Harold? Yeah, that's right. I would never. <laughs> Absolutely. I have a question for the
3: DMs. Yeah, um, putting clues together because my suspicion is that Ref is safe now, because we did what we did. Uh, I'm I'm believing that they're not going to be attacked, uh, even though they started to organize to attack them. But can I reasonably assume that
1: they are safe for the night? You can assume anything and everything. Can you I want.
3: use my insight
1: Weird. to put clues together? Really? I, you
2: mean your? Uh, it's your investigation to. to or my do investigation? That. Yes. i I'm, I'm, I mean, in, in
1: actually, in this instance, there's nothing really there for you to insight or investigate the clues on. Hey, Katie,
0: it's, I could probably use my archive of Astromancy to find out what we need know, to find out. That will work, but I have a uh, rogue ability. Yeah,
1: that, I'm. Gonna, I'm leave. telling you right now that. You, you, there I'm, is like you don't have logically, enough clues. yeah. There's, you, there's no way for you to, to, to logically okay. put yes, that right. guy together. You can yeah. assume anything
2: you okay. want, and okay. because I'll give you this without even rolling, it's a 50 50 because you know they had at least two commands. One was, right. Let's gather together because we're going to attack Reth. the other was, No, fuck that kill these people that are attacking me right now, so right. If there is not anyone to save, it's hard to tell: are they going to go back to wrath, or are they leaderless and going to descend into chaos?
1: Yep.
3: Okay, and we did not kill uh, the eldest, right?
1: You saw a beam of pure cerulean blue energy hit him when it was telekinetically laser-beamed into it, and was still going. uh, And then, and then, like it, it looked.
2: The ship was be- was basically falling apart. Yeah, was just, you know, it was not not good. Shock.
3: I think if we want to stay here for the night, we should be okay. But I would like to check on Wrath. I don't think they're going to get an attack off tonight after what we did, even if the eldest survived. But I, mean, I, I would like, like to go check on them the
0: next seven days. Hmm, with divination. I can find out if something's, uh, you know, something is going to happen within seven days or not. That's what I was saying. My Perfect. Okay. I I didn't
7: understand. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, do your thing. That'd be great. Because I I can bring us right back. But I was kind of hoping to at least bring him right back. And I point over at the the body that I've laid out very nicely with whatever pieces are, are left. He looks like he's had better days. I would like him to have more days, especially if he can do some of that blue magic that seems to to do real well against the stuff we're fighting.
0: Okay, so I'll be using the Estromancy Archive to cast Divination. I believe the last thing I used, the last, um, the, the aesthetic of the spell was just me like flipping a coin or offering the coin, I believe. It's a little different from Augury. Okay, And I will be... My single question concerning a specific goal event or activity that occurs within seven days is will, will, <laughs> will Reth be attacked within the next seven days?
5: Maybe, maybe we should specify down to like, will Reth be attacked in the next 24 hours? Because the real question we're asking is do we need to go back there and be there tonight to beat the shit out of anything that shows up Or do we need to, like, you know, take a break and then come back the next day to be sure everything's kosher?
0: Next 24 hours. Harold,
4: are you okay?
5: What? I'm fine. What do you mean?
4: He's acting perfectly
3: normal. I don't know. you just seem a little more chaotic.
5: No, 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 no. You have to understand. I have a very strict... There's an out-of-play, and there's an in-play. This is my out-of-play. Look at me. I'm so different. I'm a scientist. I'm way more intelligent than... Not intelligent dump stat character. Your voice but, keeps boop.
7: getting weird. I look back over at Rothgar. See, this is what you happen. What happens when you show people the fourth wall and they're not exactly. ready
5: for it? <laughs> I want to. Like I didn't go near it. That guy on the other side came near me.
7: Anyway, oh, next twenty-four hours.
2: Within the next twenty-four hours, Wrath <laughs> will not be attacked.
7: Thanks.
3: All right, so Orkira... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Petunia. Oh, we're good. Excellent. So, Orkira, you want to try to bring him back. Yeah. And what
7: else? That was kind of the main thing. Um, I thought you said there were a couple things. Well, I mean, eventually we got to go back. And so it was going to be when do we want to go back and how quickly we need to go back. And then after I bring... uh, I do the resurrection... I'm gonna need a a nap, so I'm trying to line up those three things however the bunch of you wanna do that. I think staying here would be a really good idea.
0: You can work on bringing the author back while I can work on deciphering his notes. Do you want help?
5: Sure. And Karina and I can rest and like... Have you ever played through Dragon Annie, Karina?
4: No, not would at all. Like,
5: would you like to learn how to play free dragon? It's really
4: fun. Sure, I've watched you all do it a bunch. and um... Yeah, fuck it.
5: <laughs> fuck it. That's what I'm saying. So we can do that and rest a little bit while everybody else does whatever they're doing. And uh, then we can get geared up for what comes next. So my thought process, just to put it into clarity, mm-hmm. is... When we get all this done, we take a nap. We take like a full night's rest, and then we wake up. You bring us back to Wrath. Can you do that, Orkira?
7: Yeah, I can. Uh, well, and that was going to be the thing. I can either bring us, I can bring us back, kind of anywhere we want to. And so, if we didn't think Wrath was going to be in danger, I could bring us right back to water deep. But I, I think we all are kind of still worried about Wrath.
5: Yeah, I think it's important for us to tell them what we did, so they're not going like, "Well, the, the heroes went and they died," um, That's true. and then. So we go back there. We tell Reth what happened, and then I can teleport us back to Waterdeep, and we can make the next step of our trip, which is sadly probably going to have to be finding Nim. Oh.
4: I had a question about that, by the way. Yeah. So we've been all sad that we're going to have to kill Nim. Yes. How? How married to Waterdeep is Nim?
5: I
3: The issue. I'm, I'm not. Are you aware of the uh, situation with what we have to take from Nim?
4: Yeah, I think. She, I think she's. Yeah, aware. very much so. That's why uh, I'm asking. How married is Nim to Waterdeep?
5: I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's ever but been outside of it. We have to basically
3: take his soul out of him.
5: Well, let's hear.
4: But... Let's hear. Let's hear let's
3: go with she's going somewhere
5: with this.
4: What if? Look, okay. A lot of people have gone walking around this entire world with us. I mean, we just recently hung out with a hobgoblin with a metal fetish.
0: Why? Y'all figured don't... it out.
4: Why don't we? I have
5: no idea. Who we're talking about.
4: Why don't we just ask Nim to travel with us? Like, why did we all jump to death? What is wrong with us?
5: But the problem is. In order for us to fully form,
4: he the has to my
5: large. we have to take his soul basically out of him.
4: But that doesn't mean we have to kill him right away. What if there's something he can do if he goes
7: with us? Here's you know, there's uh, my oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, okay. I, I was gonna say, not only is that a, a good idea because it gives him a little bit longer, but um, as we've just kind of already seen all the shards want to get into the the big ball and uh, not being able to have all the shards in the same place is probably a good idea. So having, you know, the same way that some of you have shards that are just on you and you can protect them, and maybe just having Nim come with us, not just so that he can go see things outside of Waterdeep, but also so that he can protect his own shard until he's ready to...
4: That's what I was thinking, like...
7: Yeah, I, I mean, every, I, I want
4: to, every fight, we're almost dying.
3: I yes, just think it I,
4: sounds really smart to take I, another I, person with us.
3: I get what you're saying, but I have one concern about that, and that is we go through fights with him. We barely survive, and then we have to kill him. I feel like that would be...
5: Hell of a lot.
4: I mean, he already accepted.
5: If it's if it was me, I would probably go. Now, granted, I'm a maniac, and I like to go into near death situations constantly. It's just kind True. of my job. But besides that, it gives him a chance to say goodbye to everybody. And if he perishes in battle, maybe he feels he he did more than just gave up his life. Maybe he, maybe, he, but here's the other He's thing we have to consider. more already that. to well, here's Here's the other thing we have to consider, and, and I, I'm not trying to make us sound like we're big badasses or anything, but we are also we are. extremely advanced fighters who have been to many worlds and done many things, and we have to consider the fact that maybe Nims just, and I, I really don't want to sound like an asshole when I say this, he might not be on our level, if you get to my drift, do you catch that my drift? I'm, I'm being very subtle strength. here by using the word level. Um,
4: I just, I don't know. It sounds weird that we're just like, okay, let's just kill him and then head on a merry way. But well, and he yeah, could just I come think, with us. I think part of that is because
3: some of us have had more experience interacting with him. And I'll be honest, I'm already really struggling with this getting even closer to him I don't think oh yeah
4: you humans are really bad about making attachments huh I don't think it's really about us but yeah
5: I think that at this point we we present him with the question if he's like I don't think it's worth it or I don't think it's logical or I don't want to do that I'd rather just do this now say my goodbyes and go it's really outside of our hands but I agree with Karina Let's give him the option. Why not? Well,
4: and my other thought is Nim has had this shard his whole life. Literally. He knows how to control it and use it and what it means and all that way more than we do. If, because the thing is, we could kill Nim. We get the shard. We go on our merry way. And then something kills us flat. And they've got all the shards. Whereas if Nim something is kills us, then they're going to have his shard too. Nim is used not, to wielding himself and protecting himself. It gives him a lot of agency and knowledge that we frankly don't have.
7: Also, there's something else to consider. We're not asking Nim to just die, we're asking the shard that is him. To return to the the big sphere with all the other people, right? One, but if Nim could be the sphere, well, and that, like, I'm curious. I if don't we, know Nim, if it'll
3: come out.
7: Well, and that's that's what I'm curious about is if we gave if we let Nim hold the the big sphere of everybody. At the very least, he deserves to see what he's saving, right? And and maybe he can make a yeah. connection to the the sphere of people. Fine, fine.
5: look if we you know
7: i don't and, want to
4: lose another friend
3: i don't we're either losing him
4: either way at least and, this way he gets and something. i'm just trying he to save my well-being
5: i think that this is a question for him i don't think it's a question for us yeah I
4: that's think- more what i was posing like why don't we offer this like
3: why don't we I am. I am right. the only one who apparently has a problem with it. So I will bow to the decision of the group. Um, that's I, how. I, that's how compromises go. So.
4: Well, sure. a compromise isn't just bending because you're outvoted. <sighs> We're discussing it, and I think I agree with but Harold I'm, that ultimately it's up to him. But, but we should offer him else, an
3: option. Everybody else feels one way, and I have made my my case. And I understand where you're all coming from. I am being selfish in this moment. But I think if the majority of you are seeing it one way, then perhaps my view is not the right one. And I am biased by my fear. So I I am on board, but I I don't want to continue discussing it so i will go over here if you all want to discuss it i'm on
5: board um i to the um to our beloved dms um a question for you both was i there did i hear the conversation this is taking us way back and i promise I, i'm i'm leading you to Mordor, but we're coming right back to the shire with this one if um was I there when uh, Seisha's mother gave her the speech about hating her and such, but she's like the lying goddess, and and yes. so we knew that she was actually saying she loved her and all that? Yes. Because yeah. that happened I after think all she was out. Muted. I think the DMs are muted. I understand. You want to give me the spotlight, and I cannot be happier about it. Frankly, I deserve it. But <laughs> yeah. yes, what were you saying? Uh, I said yes,
2: yes. Everyone was I there. That was good. a very big um, pivotal moment. That might moment.
5: come up in a bit. So just, you know, yeah. no big deal. Um, that's all I wanted to know. And Harold would say, um, hey, you know, no worries. Take your time. Uh, but I think I would like to talk to you at some point soon. Just privately, just something, you know, privately.
2: Speaking of, uh, conversations between you two, something we didn't cover in the recap is in the middle of a fight, Seisha tried to propose a uh, a, <laughs> A future for Harold and the uh, Doom Raiders and his response was really now in the middle do you think this is the right time
5: <laughs> but he did agree yeah but you know I, I do plan on it eventually being a council but that's an out of play thing we'll come into that in play later oh,
7: good. Or, or Carol will scooch over and sit next to Sasha and put a kind of just gently put a wing around her but won't say anything
5: So, Karina, the game starts with flights. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to start explaining three dragon Annie. Just trying to move on. Love it.
7: I will sit with Seisha until she feels ready to help Petunia with the book, and then, and then I'll wander over to a body. What do I roll to see
4: how good I am at three dragon Annie?
1: Uh, so you're going to roll a d20, and you're going to add your intelligence modifier.
4: Okay.
6: Oh, my God. Jesus Christ.
2: Those that are listening. 16. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie is... Um, a puppet. A puppet. <laughs> uh, oh,
7: yeah, there's the podcast, isn't there? And it's so good. <laughs> and she
2: just... She's been pantomiming everything the entire time, but the the dice roll and
5: excitement was just... Ellie, Ellie, Mm -hmm. show them the knife.
4: One one second. Take your time, but show them the knife.
5: (laughs) 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 She probably buried it in somebody.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yes!
5: Do not fuck with her!
4: Yeah.
5: Don't do it! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so <look at> that. <laughs> what
4: did you do really... is
0: this a part of three dragon <laughs> uh, hunting? Hey, it is now please you win you win <laughs> yes. what, what
2: what is is
7: 16,
5: 16 perfect <laughs>
2: she wins. Uh, pulled out a knife to win um...
7: and that's why Karina is awesome
2: Sasha <laughs> <laughs> uh... so will eventually go over
3: and just wordlessly sit down next to Petunia and kind of Lean over her shoulder. She actually like leans under her shoulder and rests her chin on Petunia's shoulder.
0: Petunia will like kind of like snuggle up with her. I'm glad you're with us.
3: Me too.
0: I'm glad I have a reading buddy too. (laughs) Me too. I mean it's a book. I know. Look at these encryptions. I know. You're going to help me, right? Yeah.
3: What language are they in?
1: Gibberish. I
0: think it's a special, right-on language.
1: It's literally gibberish. It literally makes no sense.
0: I think it's a codex. Code breaking? (gasps) Yeah. Love translating manuscripts. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Right on code.
0: I'm going to, just to just to see if this works. I don't know if it will. Let me see if I have it. Let it, what did you just say?
5: Right on code! <laughs> That's his
0: name
7: now! God. So fancy. Gracious. I don't think I have it prepared. While Petunia is looking this up, I just have to say the reason that I keep fumbling on Rydon Kane's name is because in my podcast for uh, several years I had an NPC named Rifon Press, who was a fairly important NPC and uh, became one because my players all they wanted to do is hang out with him and find out where he got his really cool coat. And so with that, if and when we get to bring Rydon Kane back, he better have the most amazing duster. <laughs>
5: We'll buy him one. We'll, um, we'll get one in Waterdeep.
7: Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to need new clothes because I can't make clothes. We put them both together. We get rife on pain. And
5: then he's like really cool. Put him in the duster. he's even cooler. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm interrupting.
0: So reading the, the spell description already told me what I needed to know. So comprehend languages is not relevant here. So I will just try to decipher it with my brain. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it's going to be a couple of rolls. Um, oh boy. It's going to be uh an arcana role, an investigation roll, and then Perception. Uh, yeah, a perception. I was thinking of a wisdom one, and that that one works the mm-hmm. best.
0: Alright, so Arcana. I, I'll do the investigation roll. Cool. That's twenty six on Arcana. What's the next one? That's not what they're doing?
5: Uh perception.
0: perception. Oh gosh, perception?
5: Yeah, how perceptive are you? I'm not
0: the most perceptive. Perhaps we should let
5: Saysha, you're
0: really perceptive. I,
5: I am. I mean,
2: you
0: guys uh, are
5: helping each
3: other. Twenty-nine for in for uh, investigation.
1: What was that again? Twenty-nine. 29?
3: Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. And then, and then y'all can both roll, uh, or one of you can roll with advantage since you're helping each other perceive. I
3: have advantage normally, so. For which one? Okay. Yeah.
5: So both of you Never roll mind. perception. Roll, roll oh, perception. perception. Okay. Might as well. The odds are against you, but of course, that's odd. Wow. Hey,
0: dirty twenty. You are kidding me. Twenty-four.
5: Twenty-four? Sorry. Yeah. You know that you
2: get... There's a lot in here. A lot of it seems to be um, a breakdown of... It's kind of like a journal, but there's also some spells in here. Ooh! You're you're on the cusp. With
5: some (laughs) joyous words from a bard... Would would that help? Could I do that? I mean, it's a possibility. I'm going to throw my hat into this silly ring where apparently words are magical. Magic is everything these days, isn't it? And I'll use my new amount of—I've uh, got a D12 now. How fancy is that? Yeah. And then I will say to you in uh in very supportive magical words, the two of you got this. If there's anybody who's going to be able to figure out this book, it's you guys. And are you kidding me? Another fight? Play- How is it that I played this game my whole life and everybody beats me in it? And you will add a total of seven to Ooh. your roll.
0: Okay, I'm twenty-seven.
5: Uh oh, shit! What did I roll? No, twenty-four. So it would actually be uh, I'm giving it
7: Thirty-one. Oh, yeah,
5: thirty-one. Thirty-one total.
7: Yeah.
2: With D- <laughs> with a DC okay. of twenty-five across the board. Hey. Ha!
5: <laughs> the power of science and the words that are magical, apparently.
3: Thanks, Harold.
5: Yeah, no worries.
7: Uh, Do you you see it? Oh! Oh, jeez! Whoa! That is, whoa, that's a lot. That is
5: quite cool! All right, I'll leave you to it. Do your reading. Oh,
0: man.
1: So, so that is the journal itself, which uncovers. And Petunia, you see even another cipher within the cipher. Oh, shit. And you realize that there are several incantations within the text of this journal how wizardly Ooh!
5: should we read this out loud for the people at home
2: yes please
0: probably
3: a good idea i totally missed the link oh shit
5: 28 tar 1385 oh no. no. i was going no, to, I've, herald, herald. to deserve this they want to know my search is over Mm. Although I have not found my birth mother, it is time I return to my daughter. There are a few things in this world that bring me peace, but Aelin is the peace I find in this world worth fighting for. Once I return across the inner sea, hopefully all of this will be done with tomorrow I head home to uh, uh, Nathlik. Is that right? Yes. Okay, 10 out of 10. The 29th of Tarsak, 1385 five DR. The horizon is on fire. Set aflame with blue spellfire destroying all that it touches. Is this our doing? Or another interference by the gods? It doesn't matter. I must return to Aelin. I appreciate this. I'm a father and I would also want, care about my kid. Thirteen Hammer! Is that, Do y'all really have a month named Hammer? Anyway. Yeah. thirteen eighty ninety-six DR. I emerged from a crystal chrysalis. Been there. Everything around me burned away, twisted and in ruins from the blue fire that swept over the world. My chest burns with the searing hot pain of 100 suns. The keeper's sign I wore around my neck now brands my chest and feels as if it is tattooed across my bones. 27th of Hammer, 1396. 11 years. 11 years have passed and I can't recall anything. That's brutal. After months of searching, I have found little answers. I have found the ruins of Star Mantle. It seems many cities along the inner city have echoed her fate. Sorry, I that is inner sea. Inner sea. It says city. I want to make it clear. That was not on me. I know. I feel the same for Nathlek. My leg is broken, but I must make it home. This guy's had it rough. twenty-eight. hammer, thirteen ninety-six. The conflagration of blue fire has twisted more than the lands. People have been driven mad by its hexing effects. Their bodies twisted into aberrations. I feared with my injury and loss of my keeper's amulet, I would not make it. However, it seems the cerulean power it held has been imbued into me. Ain't the Act 1396, I'm getting good at this. My home is gone. Sorry, guy. Although I walk the paths from my past, I do not recognize my surroundings. The shifting of lands has elevated my home hundreds of feet higher than the rest of the city, seemingly sundered into pillars of elevated shelters. Once again, this guy's just having a real rough, tough day. Eleventh of Tarsac, 1396. Eleven years gone and the pain my body has endured is nothing compared to the pain I feel today. Aelin is gone. Oh, that's really sad. Her clay marker in the necropolis is the only proof left she ever existed. Killed in the earthquakes that ravaged our home. I pray I soon join her. She may not be of my blood, but she is of my heart. I don't know how much longer I can go in a world so broken. That actually breaks my heart. I've been there. Fourteenth of Tarsac. I find myself in the ethereal plane. We're still in 1396, to be clear. I find myself in the ethereal plane. The city of Stardeep, once the safe haven of the Keepers. Now also nothing but ruins. Uh, okay, Sinoshore? I'm sure. guessing? Sinoshore, but yeah. Sin- Sinoshore, uh, the gods have spoken. The Sinoshore, the Construct Protector, nearly depleted itself of residual power just to get me here. As I was being hunted and surrounded by the, pl- the plague-charged I once knew as friends and neighbors. 16th of to Tarzac, still 1396. Shore has updated me on what has happened over the past 11 years. It is believed the spell plague was caused by the murder of the goddess Mistra with her death magic spilled across the lands, corrupting everything. However, it is Shore's belief that somehow the traitor. To Brian. Thank you. To Brian is responsible to think someone that was Lord of the Winter's Peace. what i'm
2: sorry i was laughing too hard talarian it is talarian that's what i was
5: going to say you told me to brian
2: that
0: thought is not easy
5: i'm just saying uh, you know he's
7: so yes poor handwriting it's fine well you said that there's like a cipher in the cipher in all of this and if you got a a double cipher just just wait it out to brian will show back up
5: yeah. Um, the traitor Talarian is responsible to think someone was that was lord of the Winter's Peace and fought against the Far Realms and trained my master as a keeper would align themselves with the abolithic Sovereignty. Sinashore has brought me here for a purpose. I'm the only one left, but my mind cannot leave the thought of her. How am I to save the world when I couldn't save her? I've oh, been there too. 23rd of Tarsac. Tarask Tarask. I've been saying it wrong this whole time, I think. Uh, Sinashore has reminded me of my duty as a keeper, and through meditations I've seen what must be done. The eldest seeks out the dream heart, has corrupted the mind of another winter eladrin, much like Telerian, not to Brian. by the name of Malyana. They seek to open a portal to the void beyond the stars. 15th of Mertul, 1396. I have been traversing the Vilhun. you're
0: not getting my help
5: anymore that's fair, I've earned this the Vilhun Wild since my return to this plane to the ruins of Ormpatar Ormpatar help me out gods, I need some help here Ormpatar Ormpatar and
2: and, and chat has requested if you could uh, not, it'd be less newspaper
5: okay, fair I'll have Harold read it as though he somehow sees this Many of the lands are still alive with the chaos of blue fire. I have lost one companion to the madness it brings and another physically perished at its touch. 23rd of Murchal, 1396. I've come across the grandmother Ash, a tree awakened by the spell plague. It is said this is where I will find the key to stopping the eldest, where an old keeper companion was known to be. 24th 24th of Murchal, 1396. I was sent to speak with the Chalk destroyer, mm-hmm. a spell-charged centaur made of alabaster stone. It offered the information I sought in exchange for a gift, but instead tried to consume me. Cynosure is gone now. I'd used the last bits of their magic to escape. 27th virtual 1396. I've allied myself with a group of sailors from the Green Siren. One of them reminds me of Aelin, a diviner that uses dreams to see the future named Anusha. 28th of Mirtual. Anusha tried to dreamwalk but was consumed by the dream heart. Much like my alien, Aelin, not alien, much like my Aelin and many others that have stood by my side, she is gone. The stone has escaped us, but now we must face, we must turn our focus towards the Eladrin Malyana. 11th of Kythorn, 1396. I've learned the Sovereignty has been collecting pieces of a mythalar known as the Source. I've retrieved a shard from one of the Green Siren crew. It speaks to me to be returned to be completed in Meditations I've seen. Uh, I am in mean Meditations. I've seen its origin. A guardian made to seal the original living gate. Seal. seal, I think is what that is, yeah. A guardian made to seal the original living gate. If all pieces can be found... Perhaps we can seal the gate Malyana aims to open if we are too late. 15th of flame roll, 1396. I'm working on a plague of my own, fusing the power of the blue fire with the cerulean blue magic. I've imbued it into this shard. This will be used as a virus to wipe out the sovereignty. The future is uncertain, and I have no care to survive as long as the mission is completed." I must now still my mind while I prepare the rest of the Green Siren crew to take on a task none of us will walk away from. Well, that bodes well for all of us, doesn't it? Um. I mean, uh, Harold will say, "Well, wow, it's really interesting." I appreciate you reading that.
7: <laughs> You're welcome. And then, and then we or a bunch of you saw the the attack of him killing all the Aboleths, and then getting killed. You saw that? Yeah.
5: Great. Well, I'm not so thrilled. I'm not so sure he's going to be thrilled to be back.
7: Well, I mean, it's the choice. Exactly. Like, I can't force him to come back. I can just give him the option. Um, And so if he says no, he says no. And that's fine. Um, Hopefully, I can offer some reasons to come and help, especially like right at the end there. He did say, you know, finish the task, uh, you know, walk away without finishing the task. It's harsh to say, even though he did a lot, he didn't finish the task. So maybe he'll be willing to come back and help. It's only one way to find out. And Orkira has laid out the pieces of the body, um, and is like, "All right, I need um, an hour, and then see what he says." And unless anybody is going to say anything, I'm going to start casting through Resurrection.
3: Are you Are you going to cast Speak with Dead first? Because you could ask him and not use the spell if he doesn't want to come back.
7: I could, but it's just going to be his body. And the body only knows what the body knew before they died. The spirit might have more up-to-date information. Um, okay. I and figured you know what? maybe like a last
3: thought would have been, no, I'm not done. But, yeah. Well, like I said, that makes if, sense
7: though. If that I cast she- it. Yeah. If I cast it and he doesn't come back. Like, all right. So I used, I used it. Oh, well, we will go to sleep. And so, yeah, she'll she'll spend the next hour. um, She's singing the same song that she has sung many, many times whenever she's bringing people or trying to bring people back from the dead. Uh, But this time, instead of just in the past, all you've seen her do is like clean up the body and reposition it. But there's just like a skull and a rib cage. Right. There's not much left to this. Skull,
2: ribcage, uh, spine, and pelvis is what's left. There's no arms or legs, but uh, in also in the chest of the, uh, the, the ribcage, you can see pieces that would make up the shape of a cerulean blue tree.
7: So you'll see as she's singing, she'll grab pieces of the body that seem to start to uh, almost heat up and look like glass when it's heated up and then stretched. And she'll stretch out ribs to form full rib cages. And she'll pull from the spine and start creating legs. And she'll she's basically just molding what is there very slowly until after 59 minutes, what is lying there is a full body, completely restored. Um, I don't know if at this point anyone wants to join in on the resurrection rules, or if we're going forward with that.
3: I feel like Seisha would have gone and sat down next
5: to Arkira not
3: saying anything. And if she can contribute,
5: she will. Well, what's one more I've already I mean, done so many at this point. I might as well throw another one on the fire.
7: No, thank you.
4: Well, if anyone has anything they want to
7: say, now now's the time. You watch as she's, like, finishing out making some toast. I
3: don't know what
7: you mean. Say to you? No, if you want to help try to convince him to come back. Oh, and if you don't, that's fine. Like I said, you know, I can I can do this no matter what. But give, give me a minute to collect my thoughts. Yeah.
1: Um. And, or, or Kira. Oh, one, oh yes.
7: One, yes, dear.
1: One of the things that you notice while you're doing this, is, and and something that, in the heat of the battle, you didn't like. <clears throat> subconsciously, you realized it, but I, because tensions were high. I don't think it was in the forefront of your mind until you start this ritual and start putting the body back together, more or less. But as you broke through and disabled the construct that was keeping him and almost using him as a battery source, a power source, it's at this moment that you realize that it wasn't just his remains, but his soul itself was trapped within that machine. So even though he, it was but a construct per its soul, it was like the body itself was undead, thus trapping the soul in that construct forever. however long he was there.
7: He, he, there's a moment as Urkira is finishing making toes in where the singing becomes, for some reason, a, a lot more of a growl. And she gets very, very angry. Um, and while Sasha collects her thoughts, since this is the first cast, the first time I've ever cast True Resurrection, um, for, for those at home who want to play along, you touch a creature that has been dead for no longer than 200 years and that has died for any reason except old age. If the creature's soul is free and willing, which we now hopefully know they are. The creature is restored to life with all of its hit points. It closes all wounds, neutralizes any poisons, cures all diseases, and lifts any curses, afflicting the creature when it died. It replaces damaged or missing organs and limbs. Um, If the creature was undead, it's restored to its non-undead form. And the spell can even provide a new body if the original no longer exists, in which case I just had to speak their name. Um, And she will be using uh, her, uh, her special ability, um which is uh rise from the ashes, which in this case doesn't help with a lot of the stuff it normally would, but mostly what it's helping with is that uh we don't suddenly need to have um twenty-five thousand gold pieces worth of diamonds.
3: Sweet. Um... Oh, shit. Damn.
7: <laughs> uh Tasha? Yeah or Harold, or anyone, if if, if you want to help out. uh, Now's the time.
5: Uh, Well, Mr. Kane, right on. I don't know you. The magic that you used uh, has successfully saved the planet. Good for you. Good for everybody. We are in a state where the magic you knew, the cerulean magic, could be used to save many more lives. We find ourselves now on a path that very likely could end up like the one you took. We have no confidence that we're going to make it through this alive. We have to do whatever we have to do to make sure the living gate stays shut, and there's a chance... It's going to open again. If you give us, if you are at peace and with these people you've lost, we can do this. I have faith in my friends. I have faith in all of us. If this is something you want to help us with, we will fight alongside you. We will work our way through. We will make sure the gate is shut forever. We will make sure that those sacrifices you and your friends made will not be lost. Um, that's all I have to say.
3: Sesha scoots forward and reaches down. And uh, did our Kira get to hands? Did she make a hand?
7: Oh, yeah. By this time, okay. we're like 59 minutes into the hour-long ritual, and the body is completely formed, and she's moved to the position that you normally see her in when she's doing one of these resurrections, where she's got a hand on the, the head and a hand on the chest, but she's just kind of waiting.
3: Sesha slips one hand under one of his hands and rests the other on top of it. I'm sorry about Aelin. I also spent my life looking for my mother. And much like you, I've never known pain like the day I lost someone very, very close to me. I know that ache and that hole that it leaves inside you. And I know what it is to swear to them that you will not let their death be in vain, that you will make something of your death and the way you will go through your life stopping at nothing. Because when you stop, you see their face. What we have endured is very similar to the path you walked. We have suffered, very similar to how you have suffered. And now this threat has presented itself, and it is closer than ever to succeeding. They have the tablets of fate. But we have the crystals. We have hope. Come back and we will share hope with you and we will help you make sure that her sacrifice, not even her sacrifice, what was taken from her is repaid on them. We will make sure that the pain they have inflicted on countless people in your time and ours does not go unanswered. We do not intend to lie down and let this happen. And after reading your journal, I know you don't either. Come back. Stand with us. We need every heart, every mind. We need you. She looks up at her, Kira.
7: Alright. Um Kira will uh pause for just a moment in case anyone else wants to speak, and then she takes a deep breath and says Wait roll deal dinop enough. I didn't roll, a choose to see instead. Uh, and ellie since you speak deep speech or not deep speech primordial too. oh you speak primordial i speak deep speech oh i'm sorry i meant oh, primordial. I primordial oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since you speak primordial yeah. you know what she's said is death is just a door and i've opened it for you and her entire body once again lights up with fire and it it's almost as though you feel for a moment the heat in the volcano get sucked into her as this is the hardest resurrection she's ever done and all of that fire pours off of her into the body and in her mind what orkira always pictures is the door that she holds open and sometimes it's a it's a screen door you just push aside and sometimes it's just a wooden door you have to push a little harder and this time it's like this big metal safe just because of the age and what's happened to this body. And she's just jammed herself against it to open it up a bit to see if Rhydon Cain will come through.
2: As the ritual completes and everything, um, for one thing, you have an amazing piece of art that lays down amongst you all as there's a skeleton with... All of these embellishments that you have stretched and created uh, as if to remake a a, a, a humanoid form. Um, and over that time, you know your words are getting through. There is no barrier between planes. Um, you feel the spell complete, but the body does not move.
1: And as, as Orkira as you pull the heat from the lava itself into you and push it into the body.
2: You see this strange mirage, like the heat waves when you're looking at uh, just a hot day off an asphalt, Um, and the waves create a form, a figure, a half-elven man wearing very loose robes, standing before you shirtless, um, and across his chest, you see a stylized depiction of a strange looking tree.
0: Hi.
1: And you see him kind of look to all of you. I would like to know your names.
7: Um, th- my name is Orkira Eldrex. Um, can can you hear everybody? Um, hey, can can do you all see that?
1: And you Hi. all see? Him can we here? see him too? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
4: Uh, Hi, I'm Karina.
1: <laughs> and he'll look to each of you individually.
0: Petunia.
5: I'm Harold Hovelton.
0: I am
3: Mistseeker Seeker Saisha
2: I'm Hrothgar. I'm not really sure if I'm supposed to be a part of this, but... <laughs> I'm here.
7: There's uh, more who have helped us get to this point, but they're just not here right now. A bunch more. Um,
1: I am Rydon Cain. And before anything, I wanted to at least meet you and see you. And I That's think. Very you, nice of
7: you. Um, I don't know if it's this place or what that allows this to happen. This is, this is not. I'd say it's not normal, but I don't get to do this very often. So,
1: I think that would be this one. And he kind of like. The L- L- Mirage like looks over his shoulder into nothingness to you. And like for a brief moment, you can see this just like silhouette of a skull and a scythe.
7: Oh hi.
1: Um, I heard your words, Sasha Valisbart, Miss Seeker, Sasha Valisbart, and you, Harold Hovelton, and you, Orkira Ildrex, and I understand your plight. I've been in your shoes and understand the path you walk. but I want you to know that you have all of the tools necessary to complete and finish what I started, what my order started. The spells. And you can see like a a small smile cross his face and nods and And I will impart something else. A knowledge that I did not put in my journal. Something that I do not know if you can use, but a means to cleanse the very land that has been tainted and touched by the far realm. A cerulean hallowing, if you will. I will bestow this to you as a final thank you and to you, Arkira, for I, I don't, I don't, giving I don't me a path to come I'm, back. I, I, but I must refuse.
7: That, that's fine. That's
1: because more than I
7: could have asked, especially after everything that you've gone through. Um, I'm just happy that you're not trapped there anymore.
2: And as you're saying this, you hear a, a very faint whisper of words that become more clear as they seem to cut through uh, something that you aren't communicating with, but speaks out loud enough that it kind of echoes in your domain. And you all hear this Father, what's taking you so long? <clears throat>
1: and he kind of like looks back it has been far too long since i have seen my island and thank you for freeing my soul so that i may w- once again be with her in the afterlife good luck thank you and kind of looks towards the journal in petunia's hand Everything that you need to know is there, and then I bestow this upon you. And with that, this final, almost knowledge, knowledge washes over you as that heat shimmer engulfs in blue fire. And then goes into each of you.
3: Like, does it look like spell fire or like cerulean fire? it looks like
1: cerulean fire. Cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> and with that, he kind of looks back, and you just see him look up, and just says, "I'm ready." Kill him for.
2: And there's a another figure that stands kind of next to him, a little hazier than uh, than he. And you see uh, a young adolescent woman, probably in her late teens, and she goes. Well, it took you long enough.
1: I'm Um, sorry.
2: (sighs) Did you get lost at sea again?
1: I did, but I'm here
2: now. I can't wait to hear all the stories about your adventures.
1: Oh, I have many to tell you. Come. And with that, the mirage kind of just dissipates as they turn to walk away. And (gasps) all that is left is the skeletal remains. In Uh, whole and intact.
7: I was about to say, as all of that vanishes and Arcara starts to cry, the tears fall down on the body and it just kind of melts into ash back to what it was.
1: And all that remains is the skull, ribs, and pelvis connected to the spine.
3: Sasha finally lets go with the hand she was holding.
2: I guess it's up to us now.
0: We have what we need, though. Yeah. Right here. Just have to learn it or teach it.
7: And uh, look what we did. Thank you all. This is. This is why I'm still here, is to help with things like that.
1: And knowing that he's no longer trapped.
7: That's the greatest gift I can have. Seeing him reunited. Made it. Now, I need a very, very long nap.
1: Uh, and I will, uh, out of play, uh, Lauren, for you, uh, because the soul did not accept the resurrection, you do not suffer any of the penalties from any of uh, no. Nope.
7: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. I, what about I, I, um,
5: does that go towards my resurrection assists or no?
7: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, it does not. There was no. Cool. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, the, the the section, the, the piece of your soul that you put into the ritual returns to you as it was not consumed to bring the soul back. Okay. Nice.
7: Yeah, Dorcarid does slump a little bit because, I mean, that was a ninth level spell uh-huh. and that was a lot of work and everything. Yep. And she's, you can tell that she's happy with the outcome. Like, real happy with the outcome. Uh, But,
0: yeah, it's been a long day and <sighs> yeah. so
7: uh, a warm nap would be good. Go take a nap. But well, I'm thinking like a sleep nap. So if there's anything else we need to do, go to sleep. Um, do we need to set up watch while we're here? I doubt it. But
6: you watch as Orkira
7: about, like she's in the process of shaking her head to say no, and and then she stops herself and looks over at Rothgar. Um,
2: you get? I'm I'm a little insulted. That's literally my job. Uh, I'll I'll just. You know, you, hey, you don't know me. It's okay. Um,
7: <laughs> That's it's, what I was about yeah, to say. You shouldn't. It's cool. Yeah, you don't get to be insulted when we've known you for an hour and a half. We know, know each other I, very I trust well, him. He seems
5: okay. We've read his mind. We've like done all sorts of stuff, right? Have we read his mind? Is that no, him? nobody read his mind.
0: <gasps> so we know. It.
4: We've trusted people for less. That's true. so true. I. Hrothgar, you're cool in my book. I trust
7: that no one would be able to walk in here unless the Phoenix wanted them to be here. Or at least if they were able to get in here that way, we'd already be in a battle. Be one or the other. You know? Yeah.
5: Maybe we should all get some rest. Karina beat me and threw Dragon Annie in her first game. I don't even know how this keeps happening
4: i think the knife helped
5: the knife did make things a little easier
0: it was
4: very persuasive
5: Uh, Um,
3: harold did you want to talk tonight or do you want to wait
5: yeah let's talk tonight let's talk tonight
7: i'm gonna go to bed okay i'll i'll gather up petunia and um karina and take them on over (laughs) to a spot that's I mean, she's curled up. It's great. That's far enough away from the lava to be as comfortable as possible and, and yeah, help, help them find a comfy place to sleep and try to give the two of them their privacy when I'm so keyed up.
5: Oh, she's out. Uh, okay. And we're way away. Um, and um, Her- Harold will come up to you and he will say, okay, I, You're not actually here. Just quit. That's fine. Um, Seisha, there is something I've not been needing to tell you for a long time now. And given the fact that we're probably going to die, I feel like I shouldn't tell you now. Because... I'm sworn to not say anything, and so I won't say anything. Got it. And I'm not telling you this now, because I love you. I'm not telling you this now, because if we die, you shouldn't know. Voss wasn't killed. Voss didn't invite people there to have himself killed. Voss wasn't afraid for his part of town, for the field ward. He wasn't afraid what was going to happen if M didn't have some sort of falling out between their two forces. Voss wasn't thinking about the safety of his city. Voss wasn't thinking about the safety of Waterdeep. When Voss didn't ask somebody to make a deal with him, Voss didn't ask V to accept his life in exchange for the safety of his city. V didn't accept that offer. I wasn't there with V when this happened. And all of this didn't happen because Voss didn't want it to. Voss wasn't scared, but Voss didn't do what he had to do anyway. Voss wasn't scared what you would think. Voss didn't care about any of us. Voss didn't love any of us. Voss wasn't torn on this decision and I don't wish I had told you sooner, but there was a good time and I'm not sorry. I'm not terribly, terribly sorry. And I love you tremendously. That's not the that just to be clear, that's not I do love you. You didn't deserve to know that.
3: The V didn't kill boss and you weren't there for it.
5: That's right. I can say for certain, nobody was thrilled. (laughs) Let me put it a different way. Nobody wasn't thrilled. You get the picture. Was it It slow? It was something everyone wanted.
3: Was it slow?
5: Yes. Boss didn't save Waterdeep by not sacrificing himself. Boss didn't die a hero. <laughs> that monument does not deserve to stand. And I'm not sorry. just because this is not breaking any promises by me saying this, the reason that statue looks the way it does, in my opinion, is because at the end of things, whatever did happen, Voss really did change. He was not thinking of himself when whatever happened, happened. He was thinking of every other person in his life. He was thinking you
3: No he wasn't. You don't don't.
5: I'm telling you. Don't. I believe in my heart. I believe it. Foss wasn't a quitter. And when he made that statue, they made it in the image of anybody because it could have been anybody, but it was him. And I'm sorry that it happened and I don't want I don't want to go to the grave without you having some symbols of knowledge because I love you and I respect you. And I never said anything. This has to stay between us at least, at least until things are calmed down.
3: Is that why he
5: left? No. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the truth is there's a lot of things I don't know. The one thing you struggle to believe is the one thing I know is true. That man changed. It was too late, but it wasn't too little. And because of him, one water deep can stand. And despite the many arguments and things me and him have gotten into, the yelling matches, he hit me, hurt. Despite all of that, I'm glad everything had to happen in the way it did for him to die a questionable, morally ambiguous hero.
3: Not a hero, Harold. He's
5: not. Yes, that
2: had a
3: redeeming act. He's not a hero.
5: Yes, to me. Because of him, our city's going to be okay.
3: No. Because of him, the field ward isn't going to be attacked by V's family, which was never going to happen in the first place. So he basically knew he couldn't survive had you two kill him.
5: That never happened.
3: Right. Let's speak hypothetically then. Sure. Suppose he had you two kill him for something that was never going to happen in the first
5: place. I wouldn't be so sure.
3: He was not heroic. He did not sacrifice himself for the betterment of the field ward. He sacrificed himself so he could go out without sin.
5: You're welcome to interpret it however you want. I know, I don't know what was going through his mind, but I know the level of hatred that ran within V. And I know the links she would have gone to see him dead. I think he knew that too, hypothetically. He didn't strike me hypothetically. As someone going out without sin. He
3: was incapable of love.
5: I definitely don't think that's true.
7: So it was just me that.
5: That's a strange way to look at it.
0: The last
3: thing. He said to me. Was I'll never be able to love you the way you want. But I'll spend the rest of my days trying. So if he was capable of love, then it was just not me.
5: You're wrong. That's not how I interpret that sentence. Harold,
3: I'm not mad at you. I understand. I'm just trying to explain
5: to you. you. I'm just trying to explain. When he said he couldn't love you, the way you wanted him to what he was saying was maybe the form of love he has is just not compatible with the image you had of him but i don't think he hated any of us i don't think he lacked love for you i don't think i just don't think any of us were capable of getting into the head of somebody that
3: why why Would he have V kill him if that
5: was the goal? Hypothetically speaking?
3: Why not just arrange it and not actually have her deliver the blow? That wasn't a kindness. He didn't do that out of kindness to V. He did it to torture her.
5: No. Not that it ever happened, but had it happened, it was mutually agreed upon.
3: And you don't think she ever felt bad about it? You don't think when she came of back she and saw my reaction?
5: Of course she felt bad.
3: And he knew she would.
5: I don't think that was the intention. I know the difference. I've seen every side of him. I've seen every way that he's been.
3: Harold, I thought I had too. And I was around him for three
5: years. The only thing I saw in in him hypothetically that day, if I were there, was fear.
3: Yeah, he was about to die. It's natural to be afraid of death, whether you've orchestrated it or not.
5: I can't help you process this in any way other than tell you what I saw. Hypothetically. And all the things I didn't. It's important to me that before we go back, you know, but this cannot leave us. This cannot leave. I am breaking almost every oath I've ever made doing this. But I do this because of how much I love and respect you. I believe it's my duty to be a harbor. but I'm a BFG first. I love you. And I love you too.' I'll try to get some sleep. I'm really
3: glad. That at least I have some people on whom love isn't wasted. I'm going to go to bed.
0: Thank you.
5: You're welcome. And just understand that though none of that happened, V is very sorry.
7: I know she is.
3: (laughs) Her. I could see something was wrong. I know you mean. But she was so off. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to press.
5: And now you don't know why.
3: Now I don't know why.
5: Get some sleep. And Harold's going to shuffle away. Just shuffle it away. Harold. Yep.
3: Yes. Sasha will walk over and
5: hug him. He'll hug her back. Thank I love you, Sasha. I love you too. I tried to. In the language you know best, but I'm not great at it.
3: You did really good. Mom would be
5: prepped. <laughs> She's. We're going we to do everything. made her a
3: great miss caller. Or miss. Yeah, miss caller. <laughs> well, maybe
5: we can still get her back. We can. We've can't. pulled off a lot of miracles lately.
3: That's we nice. I believe. I can't. do too. I just need to talk to all men, sir.
5: One step at a time.
3: Yeah, uh... At least he died without me betraying him again, right?
5: It's never going to sit right with any of us. What happened? What didn't happen? The fact is, whatever didn't happen, didn't happen. So we just have to move on and try to save the world.
7: That's that's what keeps me going. Good night, Sasha. Good night, Harold.
3: And, and Sasha all... will go back inside. And uh, she moves away from where everybody else is. And cries herself to sleep. Okay,
1: and as uh, uh, you all drift off to sleep, all of the cerulean spells that you have access to are now a part of your spell list, or already, oh. or within your spell book. Or <laughs> so, if you so wish, you Yay. can learn them.
3: It is uh it. uh.
0: Can you the only one who can cast him? No. No, not according to the description.
3: Oh, prepared. Duh. I'm on prepared spells. That's why.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty.
1: And as you all eventually find sleep, you all find yourself drifting somewhere else. And that is where we're going to take our break.
7: You know, I came here because I thought this would be the safest place. And yet there's been a lot of crying. I've apparently (laughs) thought of the wrong place.
6: No, I
3: put on waterproof uh, eyeliner because I was like, we're doing a resurrection tonight. I'm going to wear the waterproof stuff. And I'm so
4: glad I did.
7: Uh... I
4: specifically said, is tonight going to be sad
7: because my costume is goofy? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? You know what? We're both sad and goofy, and you're you're absolutely fine. I, I kind of. I don't, I don't know about the rest like of you. you. I
5: came looking like a professional, so mm-hmm. it
7: was so I just really just out take of frame. Okay, so you okay, don't have this okay, sad okay. Muppet in the corner. <laughs> I did appreciate. I did appreciate the very slow. Just. Mm. Ooh. We need to go. Did, no, no, awesome.
1: All right, we'll be back in about twenty minutes. All right, bye everybody. Bye.
0: So how does it sound so far? What was your favorite part? Not too dry. Should I add more exposition? Dialogue? Right, I should probably wait for you to finish first. Don't don't mind me. We're back.
1: Hello.
2: Um. Let's see. They're in the plane of fire. Uh, They met a a a friend of Orkira's, a longtime friend, Um, (laughs) soon to be friend. Just because you don't remember him doesn't mean anything. He remembers. I mean, it
7: means a lot. Let's be honest.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. In the words Blaine, of Blaine uh, John Abram. Hart, what does that even mean? <laughs> uh
2: and then uh, there were many discussions. There was decipherings of a journal uh from Ride on Kane that they discovered in the ruins of Zaifu. And then they tried to bring him back.
1: And he said, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, no and thanks. we said,
7: yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's good, bro. It man, that's uh-huh.
1: great. Uh,
2: and then uh, Harold and Sasha had a very normal conversation.
1: Was About, like, I where nothing happened. It just, looked like, happened. Happened. It just <laughs> looked like the
3: kid from The Ring. Yep.
1: No one, no one cried. <laughs> uh, no information there were no was tears given. Whatsoever. However,
2: when you all go to sleep, oh, shit. in the sanctity of the Plain of Fire, more specifically in the volcano of the Phoenix, a very hallowed ground. You find yourself not in the Plain of Fire, nor do you find yourself back in Toral, or even the nightmarish lands of Abir. What you see is a miasma of pink fuchsia swirls clouds that take up the entirety of your vision as energy courses through those like heat lightning you, fi- you feel yourself weightless but not floating almost as if you're centered at the center of your own gravity um, but not where your feet are placed upon a thing it's This weird listing feeling. Some of you have been here before, so you find yourself floating once again in the astral sea, as light courses. (laughs) As you reach out, you you reach out, um, but you're not currently moving.
7: Yeah, I'm just. Yep. You said pinks and purples and swirly stuff, so mm, yeah. Kara, yeah. in her I-think-this-is-a-dream stage was like, oh, cotton candy.
2: <laughs> but it's one of those shared dreams as you all look around and see each other. In the far-off distances, you see floating de- debris and detritus of things long forgotten. There are rumors and whispers that this is where gods go when they die. This also seems to be a place where worlds collide and connect, but not like in limbo of chaos, just pools of connecting energies. And off in the distance, through a little bit of heat lightning, you see a small figure listing slowly towards you. Does it look like a It looks like someone dressed in monk's robes with a bald head and the symbol of an octagon on their forehead and the stylized version of an eye as they get closer, specifically for you with very keen eyes. I begin walking towards them.
1: You walk in place. You don't move.
3: Or floating, I guess. What
2: is the rule for that?
7: What is... Oh, oh! Is this a dream?
5: I can't ever tell. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, and
7: I I usually can when I'm here, which is not here, which is a volcano. I usually don't dream about. Well, I've never dreamed about this. What is this? Is Karina, a puppet? No, she's what? just fuzzy.
3: <laughs> this is our opportunity to speak with Alpenser. I oh. asked him before we fled.
5: Do you think he was ever mortal and was like named Spencer? What? <clears throat> and yeah.
1: then I don't actually know him. his and origins. You all hear
2: in your minds at the same time A very calm and soothing voice that almost as if instantly casting calm emotions speaks and says you find yourself in a liminal space between worlds. This is the Astral Sea, and yes, you are correct. I am Openser.
7: Is, is this a good thing? You said you wanted to speak.
2: <laughs> I think, no, I know. You have spoken to gods in this plane before.
5: We have a good working relationship with most of the gods. Not of them. Not big on ball. Are you free now?
2: Thanks to you, my mind is my own once again. Oh,
3: good. I'm sorry they had you so long. We um, we've we've been trying to get to you for a long time. Um,
2: and yet, you were so close in the beginning.
3: Yeah. Very. Uh, very frustrating, that. And I turned to the others. The boat that Voss, uh, Venley, and I
2: were on. And you instantly all get a visual representation of that
5: moment in time. Oh, wow. I always expected that boat to be way bigger. Thank you.
3: It was surprisingly small. <laughs> um, I, I know you've just gone through a lot, but I was hoping we could ask you some questions since you have unique insight that no one else on Toral has.
2: Are you asking to be enlightened?
3: Not by anything involved with the Elder Eye.
2: Uh, that is very strange, because I can tell those are the questions you want to ask.
3: <laughs> I don't want to. I, I Perhaps I poorly phrased. I want to be enlightened, but not in the way he seeks to enlighten people.
2: Well, thanks to you, you will not be corrupted, as I am not corrupted. Yes, perhaps I should start with where it began, why I was taken. Some of this you already know, but just for clarifications. the eldest was going to use the power of its third eye to repair the city of zaifu, its eye. Once known as the Dreamheart, is a dark artifact made to infect the minds of political leaders throughout Toril and spread chaos through the will of the Eldest itself. However, it ended up in the claws of a paranoid Morkoth with the ability to jaunt between planes. However, it made an error in unknowingly returning back to the prime plane of Toril, where I coerced a group of adventurers into retrieving it.
1: And your minds are all filled with a flash of images of a group of adventurers, most of which you saw fight the Tarasque, but with the addition of a Yonti and a Dragonborn going into an island's underwater. And seeing many
2: strange things that seem out of place trophies from other planes and things like that before coming into a large room where there is an aberration that looks to be octopus squid, crab uh, crustacean esque all amalgamated into one in a room filled with tendrils as there is an onslaught of crystalline mimicry of those that are trapped within the tendrils and after that they killed the Morcoth and stole the orb that was placed upon its shell and retrieved it for someone at Candlekeep but once it was given the imagery of Candlekeep dissolved revealing Awepenser to be manipulating their minds. Once the power was returned to Zaifu, the Eldest was going to use the power to do one last task for the eye that lurks from beyond. The sovereign flying city once repaired was tasked with annihilating all powerful cities, nations, and collections of people that would pose a threat in thwarting the will of the Elder Eye. This being knowledge the Eldest had obtained from another aboleth psychically linked to it over eons of pilfering information through a stone, one you are intimately familiar with. Yeah, I'd say so. Now that this plan has failed, and my mind was linked until the destruction of Zaifu the eldest, and the clarity of my being being restored, the cult of the Eye will enact a second half of the plan prematurely. Your city, your world, is in danger. For months now, the cult has been corrupting victims into aberrant forms of themselves in order to amass an army to what they call the Blessing of Toril. Orkira, you have seen this. When you scryed upon the one speaking to George and you heard the cries and screams of those being changed just beyond the field of your vision. This attack will be a culling, firstly focused on those that seek prayer in the gods in order to weaken them. It is through your mortal devotion and practice that we are given strength. There will be an uprising within the coming days. I was chosen and corrupted by the cult of the eye not to be absorbed by the herald George Forsworn, but to be the conduit of the collective as one mind. It is how they have known what you and many others were going to do, how they used the unseen and servants of the eye to pilfer books from all libraries, not just those from Waterdeep. You also unknowingly told a leader of the Unseen that you had figured out the Harbinger's plan in the blasphemous slaughter of the High Priests. It was through that knowledge they devised a new plan. You have eluded them. Who, you ask? You have Hallist- to guess
5: because you're probably muted.
2: Hallister Silvermane. It was through that knowledge that they devised a new plan. You have eluded them a few times as developments surprised their coalition. I will tell you I am sorry that my omnipotence allowed for the once blind Elder Eye to be omniscient within this realm once again. didn't do it willingly. That is true.
3: It counts uh, for DMs. a lot. DMs, who was who was Alistair Silvermane?
1: He was the uh basically the head of the water Davian guard or city watch that was like projected out and was he one- Was
2: Silvermane. Silverman. It's good to meet you. I yeah. am so Dave. it was
1: yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I told him. Awesome. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Cool. Cool.
2: Mm, okay. Their plan is to use the power of the gods they have killed and absorbed to withstand the power of opening the living gate created by Malyana in the underbelly of Waterdeep. It will be on the side of the Fae, so do not look for it here on this plane. It will be the Jathamon dagger that opens the gate while George is imbued with the powers of the Tablets of Fate. Once the gate begins to open, I am sure many things will bleed through from the stars beyond. Fight them if you must, but it is the Elder Eye that you have to stop from obtaining the Tablets of Fate, for they shall be rewritten, and Ao will no longer have power.
7: Does that mean? Maybe I misunderstood. Does that mean we gotta go to the Feywild to stop George?
3: We have to go through
7: Undermountain
3: into the Feywild through the level that currently hosts the Mad. Was it? What was his name?
2: It is not where the Mad Mage lives. It is just oh. a level within the Mad Mage's machinations and labyrinth. Got it. It is but where yeah, we have to go into Undermountain. That is true, but it is where the cultists have all gathered and have been turned. It is where you saw George become corrupted.
7: So we gotta get there and then go to the Feywild.
3: If he's disarmed of the the dagger, is he still connected to the power of the gods he slew with it?
2: Yes, and I would say it is very hard to separate him from the blade at this point. It is a part of the body.
3: Well, you can always cut off an arm.
2: How easy is it to fight something that can regrow? You see, all Alpenser just kind of, like, roll his eyes thinking about how aberrations work. <laughs>
5: If they're amassing an army down there, it's logical to assume that the mad mage is going to come out and do something. He doesn't strike me as the friendly type. I have it on really good authority.
3: Yeah, someone wanted us to go down there and deal with him, as I recall.
1: You still should go down there and deal with him. He is constantly a threat, I assure you. Let's hope that he has not been turned. If that is the case, then we're all dead. uh,
7: and and even though Orkira can't hear what Manchun is saying, what she says at pretty much the same time is like, do we think he's going to come and want to destroy the aberrations or do we think he's become one of the aberrations?
5: If he's become one of the aberrations, I have it on very good authority that we are all in a shitload of trouble.
0: Is that anything new? Uh, well,
5: it's new when Manchun sounds, and I mean this with no offense, a little nervous. Mm-hmm. A little nervous for him is like me screaming in the bathroom, crying. Don't, don't. Have Um, more confidence in yourself. I have confidence in myself. I'm confident that's what I do when I'm absolutely terrified.
3: To your knowledge, have they enlisted, Mad Mage?
5: As of the
2: time of my clarity, it is unknown. I did not see it come to fruition, but that is not to say it has not happened. Right. Or that it will not happen.
3: This, this is all going to happen very quickly, I would imagine. Um, Are we, we need to stop them from using the tablets to open the living gate. No, the the dagger opens the gate. And then I guess they're going to rewrite the tablets to bring the elder eye through the gate.
2: George, with the power of the tablets in hand, they give off an arcana in their presence. He will not be able to wield them, but will have their possession and therefore their power. And that will be used to imbue the gate to open it with the jathapen dagger. If the elder eye gets through, and he looks at you very intently and you can all see his face in your mind. He goes your world is gone. I know. For what I said when I was corrupted it was not a lie. You are not their focus. Still?
7: Still? You they are have what
2: they a need. pain now, their in their focus.
3: Th- is utilizing it.
2: You are a pain in their side. They want to eradicate. Yes, but the elder eye. Their goal is to destroy Ao and these gods.
5: And we're just gonna have to make ourselves their focus.
3: Seisha so turns to Orkira. Think about it like, um, okay, you're eating popcorn, and uh, one of the kernels. The, the skin from the kernel gets stuck up, like, near your teeth and your gum. And you're gonna have to deal with it. It's annoying, but you're gonna keep
7: eating the popcorn. I mean, that's true. It's popcorn. Yeah. Um, the only reason I sound so incredulous is because you have all done a bunch of stuff that yeah. have stopped or stymied their plans. And yeah, it's still going forward. Maybe... I just would rather assume that any moment they're gonna focus on us and we need to be ready for that, but maybe that's the pessimistic view.
2: Oh, you are definitely a target.
7: As soon as they see us, we're
3: we're targeted. But we much we're so, not their primary focus
2: at the moment. Much, we're not their end goal. Right. Much like the cultists will be sent to destroy those that worship us, the deities of this plane you will be targeted as a threat. Some of you do have divine power granted to you by those you worship, but it is more so your actions that have made you a threat.
3: Can we separate George from the gods?
7: or or um can we do what we did to you or at least what Petunia and Harold did with the big um the Cerulean thing that happened and separated we separated you from them can we separate George from them
2: I will let you know this I see you have intentions of using the source Mytholar to not only seal the living gate but also know that its power can bring back someone stuck on the mirror world of a beer, or perhaps even separate someone, tainted by the far realm and the gods they have absorbed. Your window for success will be a fraction of time, exactly one-tenth of how you mortals perceive a minute of time when the Mithilar is at its full power, but I will warn you this, You will only have one chance and you will only have one choice.
5: Oh. What you're saying is we can either bring someone back or send someone there. We can't do both.
2: No, what I'm saying is you can either bring Kelimvor back from a beer. Oh. Kelvin. Kelvin, sorry. He spe- he speaks correctly. Devin does not. Yeah. Um you can either bring Kelvin back from a beer or you can save George.
5: Ah uh, really, pretty easy option for me. What Both. happens
3: to Lara if George is destroyed?
5: Hmm. Okay, not as easy an option anymore.
7: What?
3: What happened?
2: The gods slain by the dagger are gone. but does but that does not mean
0: can AO bring them back?
2: Does not mean he, that their divinity is dead
3: He, he brought her back he could bring them back right?
2: Mistra has returned many times. Gods have died before and been reborn. But as history says, it's not always who they once were.
7: That's usually what happens when you're resurrected. You you can't be the same person every single time. Things change. If we choose to get, um, your friend, uh, Kelvin? If we choose to get them, does that mean uh, we're gonna have to deal with George no matter what, whether it's saving him or destroying him, if we end up getting Kelvin and destroying George, uh, does that change anything about the resurrecting of the gods, or, or not? Like, is there anything that we can do to help that process along, or is it just save George or save this Kelvin?
2: Bane, Ball, Mercule, and Lyra are now George. But Lyra still lives within you, Sasha Vallasbard.
3: Might be a ball
2: spawn for her. Looks perplexed with your wording, but like understands if, what you mean. Like
3: how how balls? <laughs> no, he
2: completely understands what you mean. Um, I do not know. That is the power of Ao. And I do not speak for his will.
3: Alright, so, if the gate is opened, and we prevent the Elder Eye coming through, it's still okay. They can open the gate as long as he doesn't pass through. It's okay?
2: That is correct. You have the power minus one piece in order to seal the gate, like the first. So when we encounter the open gate, we need to complete the Mythalar. You must restore the source. Is that as simple as putting the pieces
3: together? She said, hopefully, fully aware that it probably wasn't.
5: My assumption is we put the pieces together. We've got part one. We stopped the door opening. That's part two. We... Do something about George. That's part three.
3: When we complete the Mythalar,
2: you will also need to have the Mythalar completed at its full power in order to pull off the miracle, whichever you so choose.
7: Right, Kelvin.
3: We've got to get Kelvin back. We made a promise.
7: When you say full power, does that mean we're supposed to be doing something else? Or once we put the last piece in, then yay, power.
2: Mythalars require a lot. Not only will you have to repair it, but you may have to imbue it with some arcane. The weave.
7: Okay. Uh, You have any idea... How much or how long? I mean, is that a thing we do in advance? Or is that a thing we do on the spot?
2: Once the Myththalar is complete, you will not be able to carry it like you do now.
3: Oh. You have to do it there.
7: Okay. Or here's gonna like glance over at Karina, remembering the conversation we had before, but won't say anything.
2: Is there any more enlightenment you wish for me to bestow upon you?
5: I have a question, but it's not important.
2: I have an answer, and it is important.
5: How to word this properly. Um, Were we all meant to find each other?
7: Orkira actually snickers, like, chuckles fondly, but yes, out loud.
5: Was was this always how things were supposed to be? Was we were all going to find each other at some point, and this was all kind of a big plan, or is it a happy accident?
2: One of the things about enlightenment is the journey. It is here for you to discover the truth, but I am not a deity of fate.
5: I appreciate it.
3: Can Baba Yaga touch a beer?
2: The mother of all hags touches many planes, many worlds. She is an archfey, if not more.
3: I wasn't sure how a beer
2: connects with the Feywild.
7: All right, it's, it's, wow. it's, 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 I mean, I don't have a specific question. I'm just going to ask: Is there anything you el- you think we should know or don't know? Because there seems to be a lot. There's always a lot. You're always learning. Yeah, that that whole road thing you were talking about. Yeah.
2: I see you are somber. Enlightenment is oftentimes a heavy burden.
7: Yeah, but I'd rather... I'd rather know and have a chance to be prepared or to change something or to do it better the next time.
2: Karina Larova. Huh? You are not of this world. Is there anything, Am I that obvious? Is there anything you would like to know?
4: I think the only questions I could ask... I don't want the answers to, honestly. The only thing I could ask is... A favor you can't grant. So I'm okay.
2: I understand. Sometimes the answers we need most are found within ourselves.
7: You sound a lot like my therapist.
5: Is it like a monk thing that all monks' bathrooms are really clean, or is that like a, is that just the, the nature of who they are as people, or, like, do you appreciate? It's a dumb question. I'm just it, it's been bothering me all day.
2: It is a I monk good. thing. It is a monk thing because cleanliness is next to godliness, and also <sighs> <laughs>
3: If and also, is destroyed, do the souls of those gods go free? Or do they get
2: destroyed too? Also discipline. Harold. Say your question again. Say Chevalisbarth. If,
3: if George is destroyed, sorry, if George is destroyed, do those gods' souls go free? Or are they also destroyed? Do God... I assume you have souls, because...
2: You now stand within the Garden of Deceased Gods.
4: Yeah. So there...
2: There are two times we die, say Chevelle and you should know this most, as a lore seeker. There is the time... When your
3: physical form is killed and when you're
2: forgotten. The forgotten part, for a god, is a slightly different, powerful aspect.
3: Right.
7: Well, she won't be forgotten since nobody else knows she's dead. I, I think she won't be forgotten because we still got you.
2: You are very wise, Orkira.
7: I have a very good therapist.
5: I could use one of those.
7: I've got her card yeah, think, when we're yeah, when we're done saving the universe. Absolutely.
4: I think this whole group needs one. Yeah. Oh,
7: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All adventurers and, do.
7: I wonder if she'll take on like a group rate or something. I've never asked.
5: Discounts are important. The scientist told me that. Ah, answer. Yes.
3: If you could pick a part of you to die, which would it be?
6: Hmm.
2: It's a very hard question to ask. That- An even harder question to answer. A simple answer would be your faults but is that not what makes you human or thereof what makes you unique your experiences which part would Thank you for i for your help which part would i lose hmm I don't know. I will have to meditate on this. You have given me a question I have no answer to. Something I must find enlightenment on. Be careful. I think this I will wander. this sucks. <laughs> I think I will wander this this astral sea for a while.
3: I'm glad you're safe. And I'm glad I'm glad
1: you made it out.
2: I can only have you to think for that. And he looks towards Petunia a little bit more keenly than the rest, trying not to make it obvious.
7: I think we all kind of we all kind of smile and nod and look at Petunia.
0: <laughs> Everyone has their moment.
2: I guess you could say I'm very lucky to be here. I'd say so. But I believe it is time for you all to wake up.
5: Oh, were we sleeping this whole no. time?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And as yeah, as you go to ask that question, <laughs> you're all... You all wake up? Real <laughs> hot. I mean, it's... If for anybody who has, you know... July, August, in Georgia, in an unheated cabin. Oh so, no! God. How and dare you? That's what it's like waking up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a uh...
7: little bit of experience. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> Lauren would be absolutely miserable, but she watches. Orkira gets up and stretches and just looks so probably the most serene you've seen her in Karina since you've seen her. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
5: Okay. Oh,
0: volcano's been fun. Time to go. Rest of the vegetation all that sweat off my body. <laughs>
7: it's just you might as well wait until we're out of here because you're just gonna get all sweaty. I, I, and... I, it's a sensory thing. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. I'm just letting you know. It's oh. only gonna get
0: hotter from here. Oh. I can do it as I go. It's a cantrip, or fine.
5: Oh. All right.
0: Are you okay?
5: Yeah, I'm stuck to myself.
7: Vegetation?
0: Oh,
5: that's better. I'm stuck again. <laughs> well,
7: uh, I'm gonna look around for Harothgar Emberbrand.
2: Uh, he, he he is he is very tired, but he's still awake. As you guys did not take shifts, uh, and he was and he very proudly was like, "Oh, I'm <laughs> you don't need to take shifts. Oh, I'll stay up the whole night." <laughs> and you can see he's still awake. But,
6: <sighs> yeah.
7: <laughs> or will wander over to him and say you know the point of that was that none of us should have needed to stay up all night because first off uh, there's no night second off uh, it's this place but uh, that all being said thank you
2: <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure that you knew that I was doing my job thank you hot bean juice
0: always oh yes no
2: <laughs> and you all are given uh, a very uh bitter black coffee
0: <laughs> okay
5: but i'm not happy
2: i
0: drink it. it like a champ <laughs> let
7: me hit that long rest button uh, let me hit all Yeah the everybody
1: hit the long rest yeah. button Harold is given yeah, a mug okay. that says uh, coffee is my god
7: mm mm-hmm. mhm Okay, I mean, I know we gotta get out of here because y'all are just gonna keep complaining about the sweat. But um, where, where, where are we going? We going back to Reth like you ref. were talking about ref? Okay, yeah.
5: Yep. Let's do it.
7: I got a couple things I would like to do over there, and then yeah, okay.
5: It is the can, light, is the way.
7: really um, every day. Can I read something to you guys?
3: Here? Sure. Yeah. Anything. I like boots. Or, I guess, recite, because I'm going to the... <sighs> you could die just a little bit. Which pit would you choose? Would you kill away all your flaws? For there's so many to lose. If you could choose which death to pick, which memory would be your last? Would you want it slow or quick as you reminisce the past? I shed a tear in shaded mist as the moon blocks out the sun. A pillar of red beats through my chest, and the shadows think they've won. The call of a crow and a raven's cry make me fall apart. The radiant light flies through the night, bursting through the dark. I tell you this with a little twist of my dagger, the silver tongue. That we must be held adrift. Glamorous fireworks is only how it begun.
5: Did you write that? No. It was beautiful.
7: My mother wrote it. And you recited it very well. She knew.
3: Let's go to rest. I could use something cheerful.
7: Okay, uh, give me give me ten seconds, and Rikera is gonna uh, trot on over to where the lava pool is with the egg, and she's not gonna pull the egg out, but you see her kind of lay down and reach out and give it like a familiar a familiar pat. So you all hear like ah, like,
6: um,
7: oh, thanks for letting us stay. I guess thanks for Rokar. I'll be back, okay? And she'll get up and come back on over and say, All right, uh, everybody, join hands. Hello. And she'll grab. It is a little fuzzy. Dustin, <laughs> quick question.
5: Yeah.
3: I just put something together. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, is Rothgar someone that Katie has seen before? No. Okay.
7: Nope.
1: Nope, nope. Sorry. Just, just Firedorf.
7: A fire dwarf or an actual azer? An actual, an actual azer. azer. Okay.
1: Which okay. are basically fire dwarves.
7: But basically, but, you know, considering the plane of fire. Yeah. All right. Okay, we will grab hands with everybody and hug her book. Uh, oh, I should actually mention um, she has, when you wake up, she's buried the body, the, the remains of Raiden Kane. You don't actually know how she's done it because we're in a volcano, but she has laid him to rest. So we're not bringing back the body, uh, which okay. I only I only think is uh, mechanically important because of what's going on on his uh, chest. But Orkira also wants to lay him to rest. And that being said, okay, um, I don't know why my my book looks like a wand right now, but I think that things are just weird. So, um. Oh, Wrath, we're going to rest. Uh, I see a four or two and a and a and it's and everything goes white and red and orange for a second. And then I'm gonna cast plane shift and bring us to Wrath. And I'm very specifically trying to bring us into the that cavern system that is a safe place to be outside of all of the wonky magic. Mm.
3: Okay. Catacombs.
7: The catacombs, thank you. Got it. Like the place in where we were chatting with the gods that it's one night. Fine. She's she's aiming for that.
1: I mean it's fine. Don't roll a D one hundred.
7: I'm listen.
1: We <laughs> made this, you know. <laughs> wild magic. Oh, table. that reminds me. Oh I mean, no, we already
5: fixed it. I was my my tentacle arm's been gone. Just making yeah. sure. I'm sorry. No.
0: Did we read the DM's fun?
5: It's
1: fine. <laughs> it's fine. yeah uh, <laughs> No, it's fine. Okay. Uh yeah, uh and with that, yeah, the there is a there. a a incantation and then a a soft like like tuning fork hum that that uh, resonates uh, at the end of um. the incantation uh as you are all instantly uh transported from scorching hot to Moderate climate. No. <laughs> <laughs> also,
7: I guess that means we got to get rid of all of our fun heroes feast stuff, right?
1: Yeah, That is all gone. That went away you when you launched Are, you, are you
7: okay? You need help getting up? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I try to warn everybody, but it's always a little bit jarring. It's also nowhere near as comfortable.
5: Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not sticking to myself everywhere.
7: See, this is why you need scales.
5: We've had this conversation many times
7: in that bag. I know. It's still I would a fun one to have. I would look good with scales. <laughs> you would. Wait,
4: like, you can give us scales?
7: Oh, no. Absol- well, not that I know of. Think about it. I will. <laughs> can you?
5: Wait, before Maybe? we continue before we can give you
0: bark
4: i can
5: give oh. us all scales they won't be real but i can give us all scales
0: me too. well i can give you myself those
5: um why don't we take a little bit of time and test out our new magical knowledge on the druid's friend here
0: yes oh yeah you were telling we're me about that far,
5: guy. we're not far from where they are
3: uh, it's right up that way
6: you right. yeah.
0: if I remember correctly, if we teleported exactly to that spot, yeah, down the hall. Oh well, I wasn't there, so I couldn't yeah. take us there.
1: when ah. wasn't there, but no, but it's, you can if you
0: go out here and turn right. Yeah, she's on this. Yeah, around the yeah. corner.
1: Is that where y'all are going? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, Okira, you are led uh, into a very vine-covered hallway where everyone just kind of just falls into the vines and get. Consumed and pulled down into the depths.
2: It really disturbs you because of your extremely perceptiveness. You see that nestled within these vines all throughout this hallway are corpses that look like
1: not skeletons, but dried husks like mummies. But all of them are just silently screaming, like just have that.
5: Oh, that's really creepy we know both did that at the same time. Uh, I will turn to Orkira, and I will say to Orkira, okay, so the secret, there's two secrets here. The first is don't fight it, just let the vines take you in. The second, more dangerous one.
0: Land on your feet.
5: Yeah, you're going to, there's a fall at the end. And I forgot to tell people previously, and you want to land comfortably.
7: Okay. I feel like I'm way more prepared for the second one than the first, but I'll do my best.
5: Yeah, you think so, but but really, the first part is the easy part. It's it's the superhero landing at the end that makes it difficult. And then I'm going to lay into the vines.
7: <laughs> she'll spread her wings a little bit and say, "Well, you know, maybe for you." And then she'll just <laughs> she'll stand there. She won't lay in the vines, but she'll just stand there and let it happen. Just um, it's like a cat being picked up. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit of all right. I'm giving into this, but. I'm not necessarily happy about it,
2: yeah. Uh, and as you are slowly engulfed, you feel all of this pressure around you like almost crushing you to a point that is a little uncomfortable but not harming. It is like you're completely engulfed by a hundred and anaconda sized vines. As they're slithering all over you, moving you. You you don't know what is up, what is down, what is left, what is right. You just feel yourself being slithered around and constricted constantly, unable to move. But if you Redera's don't
7: gonna clamp down, like grit her teeth and clamp down so she doesn't accidentally set something on fire, but we'll give into it. What you, okay. Ask what you're clamping down on, but uh okay. Just just like gritting her teeth. Okay, got Mm -hmm. it. Her tongue.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
7: I'll have to cast a, a a healing on my tongue later, but I won't set anything on fire.
2: And it is a while. You're it is only the trust that you have in your fellow compatriots that eases your mind, especially in this very unnerving moment, as it is at least a minute, if not more before you feel the entire gravity let loose and th- like you fall 10 feet. but knowing to expect it, you take no damage. Thank you,
1: Harold. Yeah, no worries. Uh, and you find yourself in a grove underground completely here
5: I can't remember her name?
1: Uh, her name is. Hang on, I think I have it. I think it's down a little further. Uh,
2: nope. Let's see if you guys have it first, but we have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's get, my
3: yeah. No, go ahead. It's in my
2: other. I guess. One. It's it's Elizira. It's been maybe two days because you slept.
5: I will. Take a look around. I'll be like Elizera. It's Harold and company, uh, and
2: or Kara for you. It is it is a beautiful underground grove, and there's this great oak tree that's just kind of growing out of the center, all illuminated by this ethereal glow of fungal light that mimics daylight, casting in from above. And what's, even though your friends have warned you or told you about this, it's still unnerving to see uh, a very druidic grove and there is a rusted chain wrapped around, um, uh, wrapped around the tree. And you hear with your extreme perception, the sound of a wooden ladle sinking into a wooden bucket with water and it being dumped, uh, around the other side of the tree
1: and and it's like not gentle and you f- you hear with your keen perception the rattling of chains uh and when you call out harold uh a little busy
5: uh we 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 we're, we'll come to you is that cool who's we uh, same crew as last time with uh, one extra.
0: Who's the healer? Yep. Hi.
5: Did you do something different? We may have an answer. Okay, good. We're on We're on our way now. You sound like you're in trouble. I'm going to walk quickly. And then I'm going to run because I don't walk <laughs> quickly.
1: We'll <laughs> uh, follow. Yeah, and as you crest around the corner, uh, of uh, around the other side of the tree... You can see her like just like almost like throwing water on the chained husk of the sea the spawn that is there. Who at, before was just like, you know, pretty docile and was just like is now like rabidly like j- shaking and jostling and trying to break free
2: you can see that there's like uh wear marks and even blood and bruising around where the chain is just from fighting it so much seems to be for hours. When did this start?
1: about um how do, uh, eight hours ago nine hours something uh, uh, well not too long ago. Uh, no yesterday
3: tethered to one mind.
5: okay. Um. Well, we might have the means to fix this. Um. I'm going to turn. I don't know if Karina's there. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Sorry,
4: okay. I I'm committed to the bit, but my hand is dead right now. <laughs> That's okay. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um, y-
5: do you want? You can just. I know. I I know Karina in all of. Her puppety glory is there, mm-hmm. but uh, Harold will turn to Karina and and say, "You are a druid." I feel yes. like it's probably right if you wanted to attempt our first restoration.
4: Um, let me make sure I can do that.
7: Okay, it's I a- mean, not just our first restoration, but oh. on an- on another yes, I do have it, druid, <laughs> yeah. The I had to check. I couldn't remember the name of the one I couldn't do.
5: Yeah, there's one. I, there's one I don't think any of us can do. Yeah.
7: Well, I can do it, but it's because I'm the only one with ninth level spells. Ah, that's so... why none of you can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you will be able to eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe.
4: Okay. Yeah, I will walk up. Uh, this takes an hour, so Karina's gonna settle in and. Get
1: to work. It is a ritual spell, so you can um, uh, you can cast it as a ritual. So it'll be an hour and ten minutes.
4: Okay. So gonna just sit down, get comfortable, make all manner of dad noises, (laughs) back and all that, and uh, get to work and cast Cerulean Restoration.
1: Um and uh you know, um uh, Karina who is greater invisible right now, which is why you can't see her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know,
7: when she sits on the ground like that, it's it's like you can't even see her. It's I know very she's impressive. gone.
1: Every so often you see a hand come up mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> there it is. There's the hand. Ah casting. No. Um there is this almost burning sensation that you can feel with inside of you. And as Karina starts to cast this ritual, there is intricately begins to almost sketch out. And every aspect and point of this ritual, there is like this burning blue cerulean fire that kind of ignites before there is that symbol that appears to be very similar to that of a tree that just is emblazoned underneath this druid. And... You watch as the form is engulfed in fire, uh, and the symbol looks looks very it looks like a weeping willow. is is how this sign looks. Um, and as this fire erupts, there's this tension that you can see from the druid that's there, and she kind of like. Takes a step forward, but because of your actions previously, waits. And once the flames die down, that change C-spawn form is no longer there. And instead is...
2: A middle-aged man. Um, Doesn't seem to be elderly, as... Uh, res- um referenced this to be like a father figure. Um, you see th- yeah, he's he has a big bushy beard that grows out. It's a long curly hair that kind of hangs about halfway. He's a very uh, Grecian nose and deep eyebrows, bushy eyebrows and like a Uh, a dark copper olive skin Uh, he's only wearing the rags that he had covering his body um, in his sea spawn form as he just oh oh, my head my head Elizira, where am I
1: and you see her just throw her arms around him tears streaming down her face
4: um, oh,
7: this is a tender moment. I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 yeah, Karina, come over here and have a seat. You're the first person to do that, so you have a seat
1: over here.
2: <laughs> why do I feel like I'm on fire?
1: Oh, you're, you're, you healed. Hold on, hold on. I, I Let me get you free.
2: Why am I? Why is there a chain around Sylvanus's tree? Why am I chained to this tree? What what is happening?
7: You don't you don't remember anything?
2: I don't
7: I... Okay, let me ask that a different way. What's the last thing you remember?
2: I remember uh, many things. Here underwater. On the beach, in some dark cave, far beyond Sylvanus's touch, my mind fractured a thousandfold, as if, as if I was every leaf on a tree.
1: What happened? There is much to discuss. I will tell you everything. And thank you, all of you, thank you, truly, as she begins to unchain him from the tree.
5: Yeah, I'll help do that. And uh, I will look around in stunned silence and finally I'll say, it worked. We, you did it. I mean, we can do things now. We finally have the ammunition to fight back. What are we fighting? We have to... fight... I don't know how to describe it. It's so vast. There uh, is a beam. And we it are is...
3: fighting something that the Sovereignty worked for.
2: Will Brasune be okay?
1: And and at this point... I was, uh, Zero, well, we'll, we'll speak. We have much to discuss. Thank you all so much for everything you have done. Yeah, no problem. We should.
7: Need, if you need anything else, if something comes up, um, just. Do you know? Do you know how to cast sending?
1: I can send an animal messenger.
7: That's even better. Yeah, send a squirrel. It'll be great. We'll come.
1: Um, we should head up to the top
5: and try that hallowing in the main area. Yeah. Maybe sure. people will be able to cast up there again.
7: Or at least just not be turned to things against their will.
5: Yeah. That's, I think, a step two. And we can get in touch with the leadership here. Uh, yeah.
1: if, if nobody objects, I'll start heading up. Okay. OK. You all head up as you hear uh, the subtle discussion of what has transpired to uh, the the elderly druid. Good
7: luck. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, How many decades worth of information yeah. she's
7: got? To... There we were.
2: Well, remember, this guy is an elderly elderly, but
7: has. Um, yeah, but druids live forever, so you can never tell. Hey, and he yeah. kind of called the town by the wrong name, so she's got a lot of explaining yeah. to do. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, he, but, um, uh, you head up. What are y'all doing?
5: I'm looking for the leadership, whose names also escape me.
7: <laughs> While we're looking for the leadership, I, I'm assuming we know how to cast this. Halloween. Yes. And so we'll know the best place to do it. And so that's what our care is looking for is like, oh, we should be here, 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 and here.
1: Um Yeah. And, and this is much like plant growth is an eight hour ritual
6: mm-hmm.
1: that you all do together. Which so I think even plant growth is even longer than that. But I can't remember. But anyways, it's an eight hour ritual that you all do together. Uh, and it potentially has the means to potentially cleanse this land. And the, I,
0: everyone, or, to eat, use the bathroom, take a nap if you need. We're going to be
7: in this for a while. Yep, we're not turning this around until we get to our destination. Yep.
3: And, we, should, we should probably talk to Lady Coralheart before we start it.
0: Yeah, that too, but uh, also bathrooms.
2: <laughs> and as you are kind of separating out, uh, Lady Coralheart actually sees you and you've returned already. I-, I did not see the
5: ship make port where, um... Well, we jumped off the ship and we went into the water and we, uh, well, we all fought the eldest. And one And one, Uh... You fought the Slime Lord, and you live. Yes. It was not easy, and we were very close to dying.
6: Mm -hmm.
5: But the, the Slime Lord's dead, and then we teleported into a volcano, and then we teleported back here. I know this sounds stupid, but it's all true. And we've learned magic, we think, that can help your people, and we want to try to cast it here.
2: I would advise against casting magic.
5: This is one of those risks we have to take if we're going to try to save you people, which is what we promised you we'd do. We're here, we're following
1: through. we have already
0: taking the worst risk already.
1: Give me a persuasion check, Harold. Yeah, okay.
0: Oh man, are you going to be able to? I don't know, Harold. Yeah,
7: geez, it's going to be a pretty persuasion.
4: high difficulty. It's, no. just, it's a high no. DC. <laughs>
5: natural 20 for 37. Oh man, man. it was a
1: 40. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um and she'll go, okay, "Um, wow, well, you are great adventurers. Uh do you advise uh our people to be in the catacombs when this goes
5: off?"
0: Yes. Yeah.
5: Yeah. But Just to be safe. As soon as it's done, we'll let you know and you can all come back out. Feel free to like hang out listen to some fantastic uh, uh, lessons and stories from uh, oh what's his name Quincy Quin- yeah that's the one uh, fantastic orator feel free to hang out
1: I see your druid has gotten the same curse I understand yeah. <laughs>
5: over over the bond wait a minute
3: will people who have been affected by these transformations that take place from being here will they be able to enter the cerulean halloween
5: my assumption is that it doesn't create a field that they can't enter; it just takes the taint out of the land itself.
7: Okay. Well, that's being said, Orkira is used to just knowing how to do things because, like, that's that's how she does things—is she just wakes up and knows how to do things? Do I know the specifics of the Cerulean uh, Hollowing and whether that's going to be, have an adverse effect on the people?
1: Uh, sorry. Say again.
7: You're. Uh, do I if if I take a moment and think about the things that we just learned, just by learning them, uh, will the hollowing affect the people who have been corrupted? it. No, like, it not will fully just, corrupted.
1: Just affect the land. It'll cleanse the
2: land. And and Harold is correct. It does not hallow against aberrations. It only cool. removes. Yep. It, it, okay. the it, corruption that exists. Correct.
7: Yeah, I'll look over at Harold, because I'm assuming we all kind of got the same info dump, and I'll go, think about it for a second. I'm right. Yes, you are. (laughs) Okay, cool. And then I'll look over at Petunia and be like, so is this weird to just kind of know things, because you usually learn out of the book? Oh, this is a little unusual, but
0: I'm not going to complain about it. Okay, good. Normally it takes some studying.
5: So,
2: how long? Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I wish I could study. So. How long? Sorry, go
5: ahead. How long will this take? This will take about eight hours and ten minutes. Okay. Well, um.
7: Bring some snacks.
2: So be it. Uh, hopefully you are still here in eight hours. Oh, we're not going in. Uh,
5: That's not what I mean. That's could- fair. Okay, yes. Hopefully we are still here in eight hours. Once you guys are underground, we'll get started.
1: Good luck. Uh, and, and they will. Uh, she'll gather everyone that she can with the help of uh, a few of the others that you recognize. Uh, the Forager, for instance, as he'll kind of nod. And the Tortle. And the Tortle mm-hmm. and, and a few of the others as they'll m- make their way down as it's yours. I'm assuming you all begin the ritual together. Uh, Let's
3: before do we do, oh. Sasha kind of glances off to the side. Are the etchings still on the ground? Oh hundred oh, yeah.
1: percent.
7: Huh.
1: Don't look at this.
3: I
7: can read it. What? Do you want to? The last time that seemed to be a bad idea. I
2: Sasha, go ahead and make a sanity saving throw with God damn it. Uh, with proficiency bonus in it now. Yeah. Cool.
6: At plus
5: six, though. So, plus six,
2: 18. Dirty 20. You're good enough. Yep. And much like how uh, Petunia and Brunschlager was shown visions of the past, you are able to see those as well. Um, It is still just as disturbing... It is still just as haunting and frightening and feeling like you are not Seisha, but you are in a separate entity from long ago.
1: Right.
6: Okay.
1: Yep.
3: Um, I, I imagine this like is like a flash in her eyes and she kind of, it happens in an instant, but she absorbs everything. And uh, she just kind of stares at the ground for a moment.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. That's cool that you can read them,
3: though. Yeah. You okay?
5: Right. Let's do this. Let's
1: do it. All right. Everybody, even Karina, participating? Give me a thumbs up. Hey, thumbs up. All right.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Eight hours of intense. Eight
7: hours later. Let me see that. <laughs> Eight <laughs> hours later.
1: <laughs> Uh,
2: And what it is, is it's a lot of where plant growth and stuff is just like the druid embedding their magic and not really moving. Just kind of feeling the earth and soil. And Although all druids cast differently, this one is work. This one is labor. Um, You are creating almost a mirror pattern. Of what is burned and etched. Because as you have come to learn. This magic. Is the purity of. The prime. But using the arcane weave. Of the far realm against itself. So you are creating these runes. Of these intense. Cerulean blue. Arcane sigils. And overlapping weaves. As you all work together to create this as it begins to burn brighter and brighter near the end. And as if to like
1: mirroring the one of the visions that you saw as this tree made of cerulean fire begins to grow out in the center of you all as the branches grow out and arch eventually almost draping over themselves as Everything comes to a crescendo and it all just washes into the land and bursts out over the entirety of Wrath.
2: It is still ruins, but as you look down upon the ground, there is no burning of magic. However, need everybody roll a d20? Oh, uh, just, I just we were
7: straight- gonna catch
5: one more.
4: Alrighty. Adding anything to nope. it? Nope.
1: Just a D twenty.
4: Okay.
7: okay. I got. A, I got a two.
1: Kay. Okay. Anybody 13. else? What else we get? Fifteen. Sage, uh, a goblin? Sage, what'd you get? It
3: was a D four, right? No, a D twenty. Twenty. Um. Sorry, I thought she said D four. A two. Hey, Ay, two
4: Bloss buddies. In the block.
1: Nope, there is no blessing of luck on this. Yeah, this isn't, okay. remember, nope. these aren't the ones, this, this isn't an actual roll. This is something different.
7: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> right. Seisha and I are two buddies. It's great. Yep. All
1: right. <laughs> Ethan, what'd you get? 16. Okay. And Ray? 18. Okay. Awesome. I need uh, Seisha and Arkira to roll me D100s. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I imagine w- whenever, whatever happens, Orkira is in the process of being like, yeah, last time I had to do a hollow, it's like 24 hours, so this is way easier. And then I get a 68, which is one away from nice.
5: Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's seven, Devin. It's mm-hmm. my lucky
0: number, so I'm hoping it's okay.
5: Listen, it's never okay when it's magic. Let me just go ahead and say yeah. <sighs> okay. it's disgusting and weird. You all watch Orkira just
2: her face scrunches up gets perplexed as she begins to cough up and gurgle water uncontrollably it is thick it is salty it mm. is everything that you were just in
5: facial does this
1: no no that's Akira.
5: Akira. oh uh...
4: So oh no, see that was a mistake. This isn't Velvet Lodge. <laughs>
6: uh,
1: hold on, we'll get to you. We'll get to you more on what this transpiring there. I, and what'd you say? We'll, we'll
7: see if I have to do a sanity saving throw after this. Uh,
1: what'd you get, uh Seisha?
7: Seven.
1: Seven. Oh.
7: No. No. <laughs> I
6: like
2: that. As Sasha sees or this happening to her, Akira, and you call out. It is a cacophonous amount of screams that are. uh, that don't sound like words as you look, all look back at the strange sounds coming out of Seisha and you watch her, one of her eyes turn into a mouth. A a mouth Ah. opens up on her throat. The back of her head becomes a mouth. Like, the crook of her elbow becomes a mouth. The palms of her hands are mouths as mouths just grow all over her body and just creates these unsettling, unintelligible, gibbering sounds um, that would cause you all to make disadvantage on wisdom-saving throws if you were subject to them. But, yes.
6: Can,
3: Can I make a
2: request? Of course.
0: Could
3: the gibbering actually be deep speech, and I'm reciting the litany out of all these mouths? Of course. Oh God,
0: I can hear and understand that. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: of course. Of course. <laughs> or That's Kira. The ray. Or yeah. Lauren more so. I'll... More so. Uh, You are drowning.
7: Oh, hell. Oh. Okay.
1: So, uh, as such, uh, what is your con modifier?
7: Uh, plus three.
1: Okay. Okay. So, you have you can survive for three minutes. Before you're dead.
7: Okay. But after yeah, like after a good chunk of time. I mean, Orkara's not counting seconds or anything, but at, at does it stop before she starts to think she's drowning?
1: Uh oh no, you're drowning. Like like there's no thinking. Oh. Like like you are drowning as soon as okay. you start gurgling water. Uh it lasts for two rounds, at which point oh. you immediately fall unconscious and are in death saves. I need you to make what? a death save for me.
7: Oh, okay. All right.
1: And then, and then okay. everyone else can then react after that, but all you right. at least get uh, one.
7: Let me remember death save how event. to send this. to Just the DMs, oh. dungeon master. There this, we this go. Is horrific. I love it. That's that's my death save. I don't know if you could see it. I get there, there. It is. Okay.
1: Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, you all you all watches. Or Kira just gurgles up water and then collapses to the ground in a puddle of water.
5: Is water still spewing from her mouth? Um, it has,
1: it seems to have stopped for now.
5: I will cast Healing Word.
1: Okay. Uh, Akira,
5: gain yes. seven health. Because cool. like, I shake you, I'm like, okay, get up, get up. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're, oh you know, you
1: you become conscious again. Like, you're not, you're not, like, <laughs> you weren't. Well, I guess it would be it if you're in Death stage. Yeah, so you have seven hit points now. <laughs>
7: that sucked yeah uh we oh. have a situation with Seisha going on oh oh that sucks <laughs> even more okay wait 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 oh and she'll stand up groggily and walk out over and it was greater restoration that fixed this right
2: uh for a certain time
5: period
7: okay do i need to do the bigger cerulean restoration now
5: no, I don't think, I think a grand restoration is good because it, 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 the certain time period is like, like,
7: oh. earlier is better. I misunderstood. I'm sorry, I was dead. Okay, I'm gonna reach into the bag and she's still kind of, why does there have to, why does it have to be the thick, the thick water? Oh, geez, dear, you, <laughs> you bought the garn, and she'll throw the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the diamond dust at Seisha and grab her by the shoulders, and cast Greater Restoration. Funny,
1: that's exactly what it sounded like coming out of the mouths. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, Primordial
7: and Deep Speech are are surprisingly close. Hmm.
2: And as you cast this, there's no longer any backfire, as you have cleansed this area.
0: Oh!
7: To be honest, where wasn't even thinking about the (laughs) backfire.
5: I has been hilarious it's like another 68
7: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest yeah like she was ready for it and then mm. I'm just going to keep holding onto to uh, Seisha's shoulders until she stops having mouths all over her
2: and slowly <laughs> one by one they, they seal and heal like wounds but there is no scars left behind
7: okay better you good uh,
1: and there is definitely a feeling of in the air of of cleanliness like there's a f- a definite d- difference in the air
2: very strong yeah it,
5: it feels purified that yeah it a pure
1: bad. feeling yeah like like there's definitely been a change in the air that you can sense and and slowly people start emerging from the catacombs they're still how they are but they start looking around and you can even sense a, a feeling of like joy, hope, hope coming from them.
2: And um, uh, Coral Heart will approach you again and be like, you know, I believed your words, but this is truly unbelievable. Unbelievable.
5: We made a promise.
7: I'm glad we could keep it.
2: Are you Are you, are you okay? Uh,
7: yeah, I will be. I, I, water is thick.
2: Uh, maybe where do you come from? But not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, if you go a little bit to, it, but the, you said you killed the slime lord. Why is mm-hmm. the
5: water still thick? Yep, it's-
7: Yeah, don't worry about it. We
5: had one more little mishap with some magic, but I wanted to show you something real quick. And I will cast uh, Minor Illusion, and I will create a... um, What should I make an image of? I will make an image of... um, a food that I've eaten here, I guess. Maybe some sort of pie or something. Okay. And I'll close it back up and be like, you can cast magic up here now. That should make life tremendously easier.
7: And, and, And more than that, no one should start to transform in ways that they're not prepared for. Or want.
2: I cannot thank you enough. Um... Making it so that we will not stray further from our forms is great, but as I said before, uh, we've come accustomed to who we are.
7: Oh, I get that. Yeah, absolutely I totally get that. I'm just saying everyone should have a choice, you know.
2: <laughs> and we There's are
7: nothing wrong with
3: who you are.
2: We are greatly indebted to you and thankful for what you have done to our to our city. That means that we can rebuild be more than just ruins.
1: And it is at this moment in this conversation, Sasha, a voice enters your mind as you are getting ascending. And it is a familiar voice as you hear Davil. She's awake. And We that have to go
7: to Waterdeep now.
1: Is where we're going to end tonight's episode.
7: Wait, 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 wait. Can we not end it before Sasha tells us why? Uh Uh-uh.
1: No, I think it's a good place to end it.
6: All right, fine. I'm just going to be over here
7: spitting up heavy water. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What? (laughs) No way. I'm really
0: excited.
5: Look how how excited Ellie is! It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That
7: smile is so big; it's like half her head. It's it's unhinged.
1: (laughs) It is. Oh my god! The drinking of your the drink the drink broke me. The drink Uh, broke me. uh, As
2: it's
0: uh, been hard to concentrate sometimes.
2: As as a wise man once said, "There's no such thing as a bad bit," and I Mm -hmm. have to I have to tip my hat to you for. Yeah. doing the whole thing but uh, <laughs> sorry there's no giveaways um, yep, we'll
1: hopefully uh, uh, pick those back up next week um, but uh, we're very excited uh, as uh, if, if all the stars uh, align and everything is good which it should uh, we'll um, be back in studio next week and uh, may or may not have a certain somebody with us we'll find out be excellent That's to right. each other may you always oh, roll I advantage. Gotta figure
2: out how
3: to drive out there
1: Good night everybody. <laughs>
0: And that's what I have so far. So what do you think? Would you pick it off the shelf? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't answer that. I'm not finished after all. So so come back next week and I'll have more for you to read then.